Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, uh, so we are doing this uh, E3 conference uh, coverage thing. And we already started, and I forgot to start recording. So what I was saying, uh, this is Scott. I'm Patrick. Hey, everyone. Um, uh, what I was saying is we're going to start with the VR thing, and that's going to be hopefully fun. And uh, it's put together by just one magazine, just like the PC gaming is uh, put together by PC Gamer. Uh, the VR thing is put together by Upload VR. I think yeah, that it's them, them right? never heard of these guys before but uh their website claims uh let me read it to you uh this is their their uh their thing they say uh vr and ar news and education uploadvr.com mm -hmm. it's I, it's I'm, the name of a site i've heard many times uh but i'm i don't follow vr news super closely but certainly it i would you know with my limited knowledge consider it to be one of the uh main sites for that but yeah, so um, it seems like a good, if anyone's going to do the coverage today, this seems like they'd be mm. as good as anybody. So we'll see how the, the show turns up to be. Um, I mean, it's not really a show. It's a, just a showcase. And it's got currently 10,000 people watching the stream, which is really not a lot. Uh, the stream on YouTube, maybe there is one on Twitch. But um, the stream started, uh, it's pre-show right now, and it's going to start. I, oh, I believe this might be the actual show now. Oh, is it? I'm still showing three minutes. Or did I? Pause? Oh, just reload because this reload. is. Oh, yeah, they seem to be doing. Oh, yeah. at least they're showing some sort of trailer. Primordian. This looks good. Um, where do you stand on VR, Scott? Are you all in? That website. That, oh, it's that still a minute and a half away from the start. Okay, so we got a ways to go here, folks. Um, boy, that music is something else in there. <laughs> I'm gonna really mute loud. it for me. Yeah, I'm gonna turn it down for now. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I uh, as far as ex expectations, I have. I hope it focuses on more cool stuff to put on my Rift, which I have right here. Not my Rift, excuse me. My um, my Oculus Quest. Uh, oh, maybe. did you get a Quest? I didn't realize. I I did. Quick, I meant you have, to talk to you about this. You have one minute to let us know how much you like your quest. I really like it uh, a lot. I think it is the uh, the step in the right direction in terms of where the future of VR is. I think wireless and uh, non-tethered experiences are going to be the future. I think uh, room scale, uh, achieving room scale with inside-out tracking is also the future. And that will just do nothing but continue to improve. And I freaking love it. It's my favorite VR experience I've ever had. And, so uh, it's your favorite be, VR experience you've ever ha had, okay? Do you like it as an experience, not just as a VR experience? Like, do, would you recommend people purchase this? Uh, Highly recommend it, especially at the price. Um, the fact that these are only three ninety nine. That uh, now, and there's some caveats, right? It's a closed system, so 
you're not going to be able to sideload a bunch of your PC stuff on there or whatever. Like there are downsides, but for less than the cost of a brand new Index or Vive Pro, you could buy both versions of the new Oculus hardware, have the PC experience and this portable experience. Hey guys, for the same, for less here, money. Cool. Oh, here Check this guy. Vertigo Games. Welcome All right. To Today, Here's a dude. We'll be talking about After the Fall, our biggest and most ambitious VR project yet. I thought it'd be a stage thing. No? I guess not. I don't think so. You know, they have a, a, it's a small endeavor. So it's, I'm guessing it's someone who, um, well, upload VR, who was like, hey, let's do a VR focused thing on uh, E3. And it's really easy to do anyone could do it just call it right. e3 vr something maybe they had to deal with e3 to be allowed to use the name but uh really anyone can do it and vr is the kind of thing that doesn't get a specific light shown on it so yeah. i guess people would be excited about that i mean companies yeah. would want to participate right yeah i would think so all right after the fall they didn't really show much there Oh, here we go. Oh, okay. I thought that was going to be it, and there was nothing literally. That's somebody on a quest because they've just got the power connector on. Oh, that's what it was. I was wondering. You should not show it with the power connector on. I agree. Um, it's the only complaint I have about the device. It only gets about three hours of life, but still, that's decent enough. Probably enough time that you want to spend in it. And and you can use it with the power thing on if you need to, right? Yeah, and it charges really quick. So mm -hmm. that's cool. All right, this is a... This is a that's an index, this one. Nope, that's back to a Vive. Or back to a uh, Oculus. All right, so he's describing a, a first-person shooter with RPG elements, is what he said. The main focus for After the Fall are the main missions that you do, but aside from that, there's also side content that you can follow. I guess this, I, I don't, I mean, we've only seen a little bit, but it looks like more of a game than what we've seen for a long time. So, yeah, they're describing a more of a game. Hey everyone, and welcome. See, to the this is the host. The E3 VR showcase. Thanks for being here. And I'm this James. is this is going to be exactly what it sounds like. Sixty minutes of VR games. That's not a lot of time. An hour. So it's so just it's a dude at his desk right introducing it? the stream. This is a very low budget uh, thing that they're putting together, and I think it's really cool that they managed yeah, to. Yeah, you, you could describe it. I mean, it's like a Nintendo Direct kind of approach or whatever, yeah. you know, it all by video. Yeah, but I mean, anyone can do it. Um, right, right, right. If you have the connections and you get trailers, which this looks kind of cool. This looks nice, yeah. So it's going to be an hour. He, he mentioned 60 minutes of VR games. He did, absolutely. This is a pretty for a VR game. Yeah, graphics-wise, I guess that's the goal as well. The first two that we've seen don't look like, oh, we have to make it stylized and indie artsy type thing because we don't have the computing power. And of course, they're going to show it on the best PC they can, I guess. There but no it looks like if that was coming out on a regular console or PC, it wouldn't be it wouldn't shock me it wouldn't be like oh this looks like crap uh, it would be oh okay that's you know what that also could have been all rendered return. for all we know that's true I mean, that's true that's the frustrating the, thing with this stuff i don't really tell you the wizard's dark time 
darktimesgame.com. I'll have to check that out. Okay, we don't know a lot about this, but... Uh, oh, Rust, really? Did I, did I read that right? What? No, this is not... What? What is this? this With the permission like... of Valve? Hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades. So it's like... TFK classic arsenal. Lovingly remastered <laughs> VR. So it's essentially okay. TF2 and VR with sausages? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, look at them. They're wieners. They're little hot dog people. I'm going to call this in my notes VR TF2 weapons sausage remake. <laughs> oh, look, you blow the sausages apart. The hot dogs go to pieces. That's fantastic. All right. So it's not, you're not fighting, it's just shooting sausages. Oh. So it's not a remake, it's a sausage shooter. Meat Fortress. So more Um What they're just what they're showing here is basically a shooting gallery. And there's a lot of those in VR. And I'm not gonna complain about that, but I I don't think they're worthy of too much excitement anymore. Hi, I'm Jenny. Welcome to New right. Offices. We're gonna be showing you some footage from budget cuts for PSVR. Budget for cuts for PSVR. So All right. Enjoy. Budget cuts? Yeah, whatever that is. It's like some kind of robot killing business. I guess you're a robot and you need to make budget cuts in your company. This feels a little bit like a job simulator somehow. Oh, this looks neat. Oh, you throw a camera and then you... And you're killing yeah, robots. It's kind of, of portally. Aren't you a little surprised that um, Valve didn't do some kind of portal VR game? I'm sure the, they tried. I guess they must have not uh, succeeded. Similar, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I'm surprised that Valve is not doing games, period. Not yeah. VR Portal. Hi, my name is James Hunt, and I'm very happy to announce the next title from Fast Travel Games and a passion project of mine called The Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets. The Curious Tale is an interactive, heartwarming story where you play your childhood memories formed into tiny worlds in front of you. The game is full of... Curious Tales of Stones and Pets? And joyful, I don't know what that is. We at Flash Travel Games are I think there's going to be a lot of that. It's going to be, oh, they're talking about something. I mean, VR is difficult to showcase <laughs> to begin with, but... Yeah. Oh, they have a trailer. All right. Is that you? I didn't recognize you at first. You're all grown up. Do you remember? The enchanting world of childhood dreams. It looks like a real lady. We have a problem to handle. It's because she is. And I think so this is another one of those cute diorama type experiences, which are fine, but... I like them. Um, it's a, There's usually a problem with depth. In these, but this looks like they're doing a little more with that, a little more puzzles, a little more stuff going on. Yeah, it's it's fine, um, but it's kind of an expected quantity, and yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel like the kind of game that would be a system seller for, you know, people who are not already... So it, Oh, of stolen pets, not of stones and pets. Stolen pets, okay. A little PSVR commercial or something. Oh, Angry Birds VR? 
We need to put aside our differences and work together. Are you freaking kidding me? Oh, no. No. Angry Birds Movie 2 in VR. Oh, oh it's a and game. Th there's a game. Okay. This looks kind of bad. Mm. The draw distance is bad. I guess it's underwater. I shouldn't be so picky, but that looks kind of shitty. Okay, guys, let's do this. And they're. This is the amazing team I've been working around the clock. Because there's a second movie coming out. Obviously, yeah. Uh, so this is a tie into that, I'm sure. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. For the players. No. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? That was an awesome showcase of the great content VR developers. Are you freaking out kidding right? me? Next up, let's take All a trip right. to the it's, it's, I mean, it's cute that he's using his webcam camera for showing this, but like the host literally has less production quality value than the trailers. Um, I, I love that they're doing it. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm, I'm but it's a little bit like, you know, at least get a sound, a person who does sound. Because um, it's a bit, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter, but it's... Yeah. I mean, this is definitely better than the first PC gaming show. Oh yeah, no. Let's <laughs> let's establish the uh, comparative reality here. This is a, a thousand times better than that one. That was terrible that year. Mm -hmm. Sausage is really important. Oh, is that uh, that's uh, Doctor Doctor Time Travel dude? Who is the name? You're oh, that's for. yes, right. Yeah. It's not, it's in fact, Doctor Time Travel dude. Doctor Who: The Edge of Time. Interesting. It's coming to Oculus as well. I would check that out. That could be a free experience, probably. A lot of this tie-in stuff is usually not mm. stuff you pay for. Star Wars, they get away with paying, but they're charging. Oof, this looks scary. Uh, one thing I was going to say about, uh, since we're just sort of just looking at video here, the um, the thing I like about the Oculus Quest is they found a very happy, happy medium uh, or compromise of performance, fidelity, and portability. Hmm and untetheredness that's just feels so good like uh, you play a so game you're like not it's not jarring the the quality of the graphics compared to what you see in no uh, in fact tethered. they look better they look better than my vive did oh really uh, to me yeah i mean i'm not i don't i'm not doing direct comparisons back and forth like in real time and i probably should to be sure of it but the fidelity is indistinguishable for me and the setup is so freaking easy. It's mm. ridiculous. My mom could do it, and she's 80. Well, what's this? Cyberpunky. I mean, this sort of thing speaks to me, but I can't tell what this is. This is the game. It looks a little bit like Blade Runner-ish. Yeah, I love that kind of thing. Oh, and it's a gallery shooter, it seems. Some sort of on-rail shooter kind of thing. And I have a pet peeve about VR games, um, What's that? which I know is dumb. This looks kind of kind of good. Um, when they do the "Ooh, I'm looking at my hands. What is this?" 
these are my hands and I'm moving them. And then when I move them, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's a bit. Um, We're past that point. You're saying. Yes. We're past yes. That. It's a bit, yeah. it's a bit uh, done. I agree. They just did it again. Yep. Yep. Wait, we playing this on our phone or on our VR? Wait, it's your tree and you're trying to get the squirrels away from you while people on their phone are the uh, squirrels trying to steal your nuts? So it's asynchronous. You're playing. Yeah. Acorn, attack of the squirrels. Hi, I'm Peter. I'm from Resolution This is at the very least we're the original. Of and we're working on yeah. a multiplayer VR game called Acorn. In Acron, the VR player becomes a magical tree trying to defend its acorns. The mobile players joins in as squirrels trying to steal the acorns. We try to make games that could fit everyone. It was just the most natural thing that I like the Swedes. Tree, you have your acorns. Who doesn't? Animal like acorns. Well, <laughs> um, squirrels. Uh, the Germans. I, I don't know. <laughs> so no one doesn't like the Swedes. They're like the Canadians of Europe. That's true. Um, I don't know that this, like... It's an interesting idea. It's a mini game that will be fun for a minute, but I yeah. don't want to be the for very long. Yeah. It's like a Quake mod. Okay, let's get this straight. Budget cuts... Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets, and Akron. Is it just me, or are Swedish developers really good at making wholesome VR games? Next couple of VR games, not so wholesome. Okay. Is that a warning? Yes. We're getting into the scary stuff. We were closer with AMC to bring you The Walking Dead onslaught. Why is everyone's mic so bad? Really because this is a very low production value thing. It's a bunch of people who are like, you know what? Let's do an E3 showcase. Yeah, let's do it. And they can. And that is awesome. Yeah, but this is like a, a licensed product from Walking Dead. You feel like they'd have a little... I mean, I don't know. Walking Dead is licensing their property to pretty much everyone. I'm, I I think if you gave a call to, uh, you know, Skybound and, and told them, hey... I want to do a walking game, a walking dead something, tissues, like tissue theme, uh, walking dead themed tissues. They would be like, all right, all right, we, we like your idea. We like where you're, we like where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Tissue, get it? Like, would, would, would your tissues be especially efficient to soak blood? Um, for example, you know, that could work. This isn't a particularly good-looking uh, zombie killer game. This isn't a particularly? No, it looks crummy. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. It doesn't look very good. Um, there are be I've played some zombie games on the quest that look better than this. And this really looks like you're standing uh, in place, and which is makes sense for... Right. VR, but you're standing in place and shooting and stabbing zombies that are coming at you. Hey, look, Patrick, it's like your real hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a pee? What is this? Oh, it's Life Simulator. I got to right. pee all the time. I know, I do too. I'm going to have to pee after this VR show. Oh, wait. 
This is hillbilly life simulator. <laughs> You're drinking beer and smashing your hotel room. I don't. I have no idea what hillbillies do. Who are the hillbillies of uh, Europe? We had to pick them. Oh my God! You wow. you punch the glass, and then you 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 bleed and you die because you bleed out, and then you go to hell. This is a weird thing. And you have eyeballs looking at you and Satan with pointy teeth. Wow. I have no idea what this... So he's smashing stuff again and shooting yeah. stuff. This looks like it's not gonna be a good game i can't tell you know it's either not a good game or a like goat simulator type deal where everyone likes the dumbness of it hotel r and r indie game i think it's rock and roll for the devil <laughs> the what i didn't get it it's a game about a rock star smashing up hotel rooms for the devil Hmm. Well done, oh, they kind of have me at the slogan. That's not bad. Well, ultimately, you're still just going to be smashing stuff. And that's it. There's another one where you just life simulator. Yeah. I just don't find these kind of games long-term compelling. I expect you to die seat of power. Hey, PSVR fans. Enjoying okay. the show? I hope so, because the next couple are for you. Let's hand it over to one of the coolest Don't kids in video. Don't stop caressing your VR headset. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg Miller from Kind of Funny, and I'm so happy that Upload VR is doing their own showcase. Of course, we're doing our own showcase, too. E3, all indie games. Uh, it's happening tonight. You can check it out later. Enough about that! Instead, let's talk about PlayStation VR. See, That's this right. is well-produced. The produced. only real form of VR there is. I'm just kidding. I love Oculus Quest. I just have yeah, this thing but... like, you know, joke around about not liking PC games. I digress. Uh, PlayStation VR, I'm here to talk to you about Mini Mech Mayhem. It is a game from Future Lab. You I used to work for uh, How could you forget Polygon. from the Velocity games that were awesome on the PlayStation Vita? You remember the PlayStation Vita, right? No, you don't. It was a handheld. It had two sticks. It was great. Nobody supported it enough, except people like Future Lab. That's why we need to support them. Mini Mech Mini Mayhem. Mac. Oh, it's Mini Mech, not Mini Mac. Oh, you thought it was going to be a little uh, Macintoshes Mac fighting each other. That would have been interesting as well. Game for up to four players <laughs> online. The game is played out in two stages. Uh, the first stage is planning. Where everyone okay, so it's kind of like a programmable chess type yeah, thing. Star Wars chess game. Yeah, but not auto chess. Uh, this is a different thing. Did you see Riot is doing an auto chess as well, a mode? I did. It's fun watching Riot jump on a thing that was made in Valve's backyard, just like they made a thing based on what was in Blizzard's backyard. calling in an airstrike or just nudging someone off by one they'll probably player. do really well at it we've got this thing in the game called mm. an avatar which is what you play as my favorite thing is to go into the shop and then customize my avatar you can also customize your mech as well your little buddy and you can put different parts on them and change the colors one of my unbiased um, favorite parts of the game is the ai 
There are about 60 AI characters in game. Each of the AI characters will have its own difficulty assigned to it, so they fall into four categories, easy, medium, hard, and tutorial. So you might start to recognize some of these AI if you're playing against hard all the time. Come a lot of European development going on. I want Mike Holden again. Your frosty map. In VR, at least we this like thing shows us. Really. <laughs> oh, you can swap with a sour, sour Claire if you want. I'll be Sour Claire. At the heart of Minimap Mayhem, there's a real strong funny bone, which is new for I'm us sure as a studio. Some of these games, games we've not made funny games. There's like three types of games that are have been shown until now, and we've seen like I don't know twenty games. Yeah, and I'm sure some of them are going to be pretty cool, but looking at them, they look so similar. It's weird. Yeah. It's difficult to showcase. Maybe they are similar, but it, I think it's, it's also a little bit difficult to showcase the style and feel of a VR game in a uh, 2D, you know, video trailer. Maybe it's also because we don't have enough frame of reference in VR gameplay, but I think there's part of it not being easy to showcase and also people are still figuring it out. So, yeah, this I think people don't quite know what they're doing with VR yet. It's yeah. like 3D PS1 era is what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. We got to figure it out and they slowly kind of okay, a camera work, that's the best way to do that or you This know, was kind of cool. This is yeah, this imagine a a um uh Skyrim type environment and you have a, a monster coming to you and you fight with actual like melee sword play. Yeah. Yeah, they're just we are in those heady that's what I would say the chat room's talking about this too. This is what I would say to people. We are in that phase of VR that is like PS1 1996. Uh or Oh, geez. They're pretty scary. I don't like these creatures. They look a bit like, uh, not the White Walkers, but the White Walker the zombie things. Oh, because they got the blue eyes, yeah. Undead Un Citadel. Citadel. It, the, the names are also so generic. Again, <laughs> like the, the beginning of gaming. Yep. It's like, oh, what are we doing? There are undeads, and we're kind of in a Citadel. Let's... Call it Undead Citadel. Oops. I can hear that. I can basically, by the way, this part right here tells me that they got a lot of money from the Angry Birds people. Yeah, this is the PSVR th part, so. <sighs> Drunken bar fight. Seriously, there's three types of games. <laughs> You're right. There, right now, there are three games to play in VR: melee combat, projectile shooting, and what? What else? Diorama. Dioramas. Yeah. Diorama puzzly thing. Puzzly flipping switches. Yeah. And later this year, we'll continue to work with Arvor to publish their highly anticipated follow-up. So this is retro games in VR only? I guess. Oh, this is very meta. It's a retro game that is an AR in a VR world. That's weird. Okay, this looks kind of nice. Nice environments. 
some kind of glowing dildo unit. Highwire Games' breathtaking PSVR exclusive adventure enables you to achieve the impossible as you gradually explore and unravel the secrets of an ancient city. It's one you've been waiting for, and today we are thrilled to reveal that Golem will get a physical release through Perp Games at launch. Thank you for your continued support. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hey guys, I'm Arjen, programmer at Vertigo Games, and I'm excited to reveal something we've been working on that has been requested a lot. Can't wait what you guys think. Oh, that's people like Arizona Sunshine. Oh, really? No. It's, it's a good shooter. It's a shooter. This will be the Arizona Sunshine experience you've come to love with the freedom of the Oculus Quest. Oh, that's great. On Quest, would be, that'd be really fun. Dance Central is the hottest club in virtual reality, where the music never stops and the doors never close. With a 32-song soundtrack ranging from the 70s to today's biggest hits, you can go in, dance with your favorite Dance Central characters to custom choreography all designed for VR. In addition to practice mode, customizing your avatar, competitive well, and this is a different kind of game, I guess. Player, we have some exciting new features coming yeah. to Dance Central. Playing I guess Dance Central is... My favorite game or my favorite experience on great game for fitness. VR, no matter which one I'm wearing, it's beat, beat Saber, right? Beat Saber, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. This is the best VR game I've ever played. A huge yeah, it's great. part of the experience in Dance Central is dancing with the characters. Currently, your friends can challenge you to beat their scores, but now the characters are going to challenge you, you. Dancing with the characters allows you to earn respect and eventually unlock assets in the wardrobe so you can look fly. Look fly. Anywhere. I want to look fly. And finally, we're releasing six songs. Is that what we say still? If we want to look so good, we want to look fly, Patrick? On the soundtrack, no problem. Um, I guess she just did, so... Dan Central is available right. now for the Oculus Quest. I thought that was over. And Rift. So pick it up and meet us in the club. Tracks my feet just fine, Benjamin. Already oh, at dawn. Isn't that uh, that's the guys who did um, Blood and Truth, and of course, uh, oh, what was the launch PS4 game? Right. Echo VR Quest. Lone Echo and Echo whatever are apparently really great. You too, Echo One. I'm also really excited to uh, to be here. Yeah, maybe one of the most revered VR games. Yeah, I've not played them, but I will play this on the quest. Able to kind of reprise your role as Jack in the story that took our characters in the 22nd century from the space station around the rings of Saturn. See, watching this strikes me as a video. This is a video game. Yeah, I mean, it's VR, but look at all the shit that's going on. Like. It's not just, oh, I better shoot the things that are need to be shot. Yes, I agree. I also noticed that there's a lot of movement, and I wonder how puke-inducing that's going to be. Maybe that's the thing, you know? Maybe the movement, the, the static nature of all of the games we're seeing is what makes it look weird. Um, or not weird, but, you know, similar. And this is has a lot of movement. I'm going to need your help. So it's low echo. I can't wait to play more Dark okay. Central on Quest. Stop. Yeah, no, so, uh, don't. Low Neko 2 looked amazing, didn't it? I don't, just don't. PC VR vibe. Okay. Oof. That's not a good look. <laughs> Whoa, what are those? 
cool. Uh, they're uh, VR legs for the moon. <laughs> oh, whenever you get a crowbar, you have to Melee be combat. respectful of the legacy of crowbars in gaming. Right, especially the Half-Life. Well, that was the funny part. Yeah. I didn't Bone say Bone works. Stress level zero. Bone works. Monkey bunk. Battle Lake is our high seas pirate adventure. Oh my god, he has a worse sound than even hear him. The, the host. Like, this is literally recorded with a laptop PC at the other end of the room. It's like Skype 2002. And so this is a pirate game where you, you're the skipper and it's, an, it's different. It's original. Um, yeah. It's kind of fast. It is more interesting. Yeah. Right, battleships on the high seas. You're constantly surrounded by dozens of pirate ships. We have a variety of weapons from broadsides to gatling guns, machine guns, um, axe throwers, ballistas, all sorts of things. And when you're playing the experience, not only does each pirate lord have a series of weapons and different levels they can progress through the system. Oh no, a twister. Powers and abilities. Oh, the Kraken. In addition to our campaign mode, we also have warfare mode. I'm actually going to try. I haven't played that. Uh, what's the Microsoft one that we're now going to get with our, um, our game? Oh, pass? Sea of Thieves? Yeah, I haven't played that yet. So I'm kind of yeah, curious to see how it's doing. I keep hearing it's much improved. And a lot more fun. Battle Wake. The water-based combat game I'm looking forward to is the one that got delayed from Ubisoft. The Skull and Bones. Yeah. Who's this guy? Uh, he is a Dark Souls look-alike uh, main character guy. His sound is familiar, though, his voice. Oh, yes, that's a um, generic, rough, uh, male protagonist voice dude. <laughs> oh, oh, that's why I recognize it. Whoa. Okay, you're... This is another Skyrim-type uh, high-fantasy melee yeah. combat-looking thing. I mean, you know that somebody sometimes is going to make a really good, like, Souls-like experience. Where it matters when you 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 strike and you you parry and like mm. and it's gonna be really hard and challenging and you got to learn the patterns like that's got to be oh, maybe look. It's dragons you're flying on dragon back that guy didn't fight he just stood there and let you take his head off so this is basically Skyrim in VR essentially I mean Skyrim. Yeah. And you're on horseback as well? Ooh, that looks vomit-inducing. All of it is really... It's kind of too fast. Or... Uh, I just noticed they have two logos on the screen. They have hashtag E3VR, and down at the bottom, E3VR. Um, yep. You shouldn't have two of them. Oh, look, there's a Banshee-type monster. He was cool. 
Oh, and you're falling. Oh, these are my hands. <laughs> okay, the acting I mean, doesn't seem top notch, but. No, but the. What more do I have to lose? Is that the Soul Keeper? <laughs> Your voiceover was better. Well, now we get to see his penis. Oh, you no. get to see my penis. <laughs> So that's the problem with these things. At least that's what happened, I think, with um, the PC gaming showcase the first year. They're like, oh, we're going to be doing a thing about that. Uh, who wants in? And everyone replies. Every small developer is like, oh, we're going to get exposure. Yay. And they're like, oh, so we're going to showcase 50 million games. And after 20 minutes, it's all going to blend together and no, and everyone's going to stop caring. Uh, I'm at that stage now. Uh, yeah. By the way, I'm 100% on this game because it's Space Team. But in VR. And you played Space Team, right, on your phone? I haven't. It's the most fun, insane multiplayer I've ever had. I, a so lot of people like it, yeah. In VR, it makes perfect sense. Oh, so it's actual, literal Space Team. Yeah, they bought the property and we're making a VR game out of it. Okay. I think that that's a brilliant use of the tech. And watch this face. Space Team VR. Cool. Yeah, yeah that, this yeah. looks like it could be fun. It's crazy. The phone game even is just insane. Attica is a VR rhythm shooter available now in early access. Armed with dual blasters, players shoot and smash to the beat of a oh. killer soundtrack. Oh, it's the song shooting thing. We've Can't remember the name. Yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah, I can. I, I'll yet. give it a try. But Beat Saber is already. Uh, yeah, shooting can be fun too. I'll. I'll, I'll give it a go. What's the name again? Good. It just needs to feel good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I get the name. Today, we're releasing an in game editor that allows you to shoot along to any song on the soundtrack any way you like. Which is immediately a playable map, which can be shared or exported to Reaper for tweaking. We are extremely Attica. grateful to our Attica creators Attica. and wanted to find a special way to showcase and reward that creativity. So we're excited to invite all of you to create and your own playable maps. And then they had sex. Maps. Submit them through our Discord what? channel by July 10th for <laughs> no, a chance to win prizes. We look forward to playing what you make. <laughs> you can pick up Attica now. My imagination goes weird places. Store I can't help it. Port. And we'll see you on the leaderboard. I'm not sure why it would go there, but sure. <laughs> it's because they're sitting there looking at each other and talking, doing the business. And then I just wanted to go. I want them to stare at each other and just they can't resist anymore and they make out. I don't know why I find that amusing, but I do. Uh, because you have a as weird relationship with sexual <laughs> intercourse uh, as opposed RPG to the other types of intercourse. Um, she looks like Alloy. You're going to be exploring yeah. a number of hey, check it out. A melee game. game. <laughs> some of the famous Asgardians I'm going to call this another fantasy adventure melee thing. That was a nice uh, stylized look to it, though. I like it. Yeah, it looked nice. Okay, so parentheses, that looks nice. Oh, it's Asgard's Wrath. Yep. He, made a, he made a shark man. 
shark's pretty hungry, so you could tell him to eat corpses. As he's eating the corpses, he'll, sometimes he'll be pulling a Why would you up a tell could be a someone to eat a corpse? <laughs> I think people have never seen Let alone a shark man. Like what they're going to see in Asgard's I mean, maybe it it's makes so more sense if it's a shark man. Have the sword and the shield in your hand and feel the impact. And really feel like that combat there. looks fun. Yeah, it probably, probably looks like because it's usually just swipe, but that you, looks when fun. First, as a god, convert an animal and you put it down to actually initiate and make that animal be your follower and do your bidding. Get you him, shark man. Over and give him a high five or a fist bump to get him to follow you. Yeah, I want to play this. This looks good. Yeah. Asgard's Wrath will be out fall 2019 and it'll be out on the Oculus Rift. And make sure to play it on the Oculus oh. S because it looks so Oculus Rift. Fantastic on no PSVR and no Quest. My name is Victoria. I want a Rift S. In the fourth year I'd like that both, but James, it's expensive. I was knighted for fending off a raid by orcs from the Black Fist. Shortly after, I joined the Volpine Order to help maintain peace in the city. In the sixth year of King James, I saved a group of noble women from an unruly mob at Rose Square. And in the following year, I defeated a One of the reasons controller video games work is it's less work to get places. Mm. I feel like VR hasn't learned this yet. They need to make traversal and stuff simple. And right now, this looks like it's complicated. So this is a puzzle slash uh, investigation game. It looks good. Everything looks like Skyrim. You know why we think everything looks like Skyrim? You have to say no, tell me. No. And then tell me. All right, it doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, because they're all, uh, they all have constraints that brings the uh, level of graphical fidelity back to like eight years ago, which is when Skyrim came out. I think that might be why. That's a good point. Because that's kind of where we're at with this yeah. VR tech. This looks pretty good graphically. Yeah. Just like being back on the battlefield. I checked on Lord Conrad immediately. I guess she's just doing clues and shit. Drenched in blood. It was obvious that his last breaths were spent in agony. I couldn't find any wounds, and the color of his blood was strange. How's the VR porn world doing? I assume that's still a thing. Uh, I'm sure it's doing fine. I only have a PSVR, so I don't know. I'll bet it's like uh, it's still just 360 video and stuff. That's no fun. I want yeah, that's why VR isn't taking off as much as we would like it to. It's because porn hasn't figured it out yet. Right. If, you know, the day porn figures out how to use a new type of media, then it takes off. Yeah. Oh, she really likes smacking dudes over the head with a Let's stick if you help me clear my name, stealth mechanics are a new thing in vr i've not done anything like that I yeah lugan 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 oh rogan, rogan. <laughs> oh no it's what's his name rogan the podcaster comedian man Garden of the Sea is a VR game about truly belonging somewhere. This is starting to feel a little bit like a marathon. About exploring and connecting yeah. with the world around you. 
you start out on how far in are they uh two-thirds okay oh wait is this like uh stardew valley in vr i'll not i won't lie here and tell you that i wouldn't i wouldn't play this because i would totally play this i think i like you really like stardew valley don't you yes I do. oh look I like you can pet you can pet the cows i like staxels i like animal crossing style stuff like i'm kind of a sucker for it you know it's funny when i see the cow petting thing i'm like oh this looks cute my son would play it in a few years and then i realize we have cows like literally 10 minutes away <laughs> yeah take it to see a real cow yeah Another thing that I really like is uh, the creatures because they My wife is fishing really today. Fun to really? Yeah, they're so yeah. cute, aren't they? She yeah. apparently got a taste for fishing in uh, Lake Powell last week. More of them uh, for the full game. I have to say I have like no, a she's at the lake fishing with Nick. Uh, that one This I looks very cute. Potential. Yeah, this really seems cool. nice. So we figured like why not release it now <laughs> today in way too and early. Then they access. made out. We have so many ideas about what we want to build, but we want to know. So my notes on this are: Stardew Valley-like thing, cute cow petting, Garden of the Sea. on Steam, and we will support all the major VR headsets via Steam VR. Oh, not on Quest. Forget it. I don't know. That's how that works. It's cool. We're not good at high fives. We're gonna work on our high fives. Hi, I'm Hi. Paul Vandermeer. I'm Paul Vandermeer. Vertigo Games, and today we're proud to reveal the first gameplay footage of the damn DLC. The damn DLC, what? Oh, he means yes. the damned DLC. But it's an expansion for Arizona Sunshine, which we oh, already okay. saw earlier. For but we saw it for Oculus Quest. So. Right. It's a good shooter, though. I mean, it feels good. The gunplay feels good, I should say. Which is important. If you're going to make a gun game in VR, it better feel good. That is correct. I also like Robot Simulator a lot. Or Robot, Robot Trainer. That game's really good. But it's basically just Space Invaders. Coming out end of August. Ooh, Hammerhead, what are they making? Okay then. It's a robot. Hi, I'm Aaron, head of content at Hammerhead, an immersive entertainment studio based in the UK. You're American though. We're excited to announce that we're working on the continuation of Abe, the award-winning 2013 cult film by Rob McClellan. Abe is a tense psychological horror about a robot who's looking for love in all the wrong places. We are creating <laughs> a multi-story world, leading with a pioneering location-based VR experience that will be brought to life through state-of-the-art volumetric capture. We're also bringing you a short film and a game release that can be played with or without VR. We're proud to present the first teaser. Take a look. Nope. Nope. Not playing it. This is too horror for you? Not a chance. It's also very fast movement again. Although this wow. is 
this is a teaser, right? This is pre-rendered. That's not the actual game. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm not playing that either. Yeah. Also, they had the volume at, like, level 20. Ah, oh, breakfast! Shit! Yeah, you think it's breakfast, but it's really a pig. What do you think is going to happen to that pig? I think that pig's going to be slaughtered and eaten. Maybe this time I will get it right. Maybe this time I will fix This is very ominous. I don't like him. He can he can rot. It, it looks amazing, but oh. what you can do to that pig? Anyway, thanks Hammerhead for that one. In fact, we're nearing the home stretch now, so it's time to start throwing some more megatons your way. Here's the latest look at Aspire, Aspire One. Uh, tripwire, really? Welcome, Agent. Aspire One is a made-for-VR stealth action first-person shooter that targets every VR platform. Stealth action shooter. The original inspiration for Aspire actually came from Upload VR's uh, presence podcast that they ran in 2016. One of their listener questions was, why aren't there any realistic stealth games in VR? Games like Metal Gear Solid and Splinter Cell. And for two years, we've been trying to reimagine the... This looks kind of good. ...mechanics in VR. Yeah, Aspire's been built yeah. for uh, VR I mean, headsets, including the Oculus Rift S, Valve Index, the HTC Vive, and Windows Mixed Reality. Ah, PSVR, okay. PSVR and the Oculus Quest, where gameplay will remain one-to-one. A huge problem with VR is simulator sickness or VR sickness and right from day one we've always wanted all players to play Aspire with the full freedom of movement and the precise control. Oh, that's cool. Bullet time. From console shooters. I mean, not that that's Early new in VR, but we invented the Aspire Control Theater. It is our locomotion system with its comfort features and the Aspire Control Theater allows for full freedom of movement, maintains immersion in the game world so they're claiming that you can move around without motion sickness i don't know exactly how with this is that grid part of it would be interesting to start to try it out and it's coming out on old platforms so you can actually sneak up behind guards if you're undetected and physically say freeze and they'll be held up players experience long-form story-driven campaign missions and they take 30 to 80 minutes to complete progress can be saved mid-mission which is perfect i mean this is some of my favorite gameplay in regular video games so it'd be interesting to see if this can translate because i love yeah, and it's around deal it seems like it would translate well um it's probably better to be walking around in vr than to be you know running and to get the game into yeah. virtual so it's coming this year should i buy a, an oculus quest i love it i would recommend them very highly mm. but you know people come to me saying well i got all these uh, pc things i want to do well then don't get the s or get the game director contact entertainment I'm excited to be here on behalf it's, of our team. It's awesome. I love it. world exclusive to the new title we're working on. It's the most it's I've used VR. I usually just get sick of the setup, and this thing's so easy to set up. You just put it on your head and go. Yeah, that's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Even when you set up your area that you're going to be in, it's just like point of the floor, make a circle, and it says, all right, go. What's the volume on these things? Jeez. That wasn't even Wait, a teaser. Wait, what? 
That was a word. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. There, there's no images. And now we're back to smashing robots. Is this, uh... Didn't we see this a couple yeah. of... We saw this, like, 50, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, I can't remember, but... Budget cuts, yeah. So this is essentially an ad. All right. Oh, Budget Cuts 2. So we knew early on that we wanted to make Project Cats 2 a game of larger scope and variety. Uh, so that's when we asked Fast Travel Games to collaborate with us. Yeah, I mean, we used to share an office uh, back then, so we played each other's games uh, before they were finished. There was lots of discussions and great ideas being thrown around. So when Neat approached us to co-develop this game, uh, my thoughts went back to those discussions, and uh, I'm really, really happy we will work together to make them come alive. In Budget Cuts 2, we are on a mission. Uh, I like it used to be about bows. Could seem like a play is fun. Yeah, so seems like a really good uh, mechanic to have in VR. Corporation that kills humans and replaces them with workaholic robots, all in the name of efficiency. And to accomplish this, uh, you have to leave your office cubicle and travel across several new types of environments. So these uh, new environments they enable us to make. Um, new gameplay both in terms of enemy encounters and uh, puzzle solving and uh, combining that with Ugh, uh, it gave me motion sickness um, just looking at that yeah that's my concern and new types of enemies uh, new types of gadgets uh, let's just make um, a whole new range of challenges so it's not just like okay we have eight minutes left i'm ready for this to be over how you they're gonna blow our minds, Patrick. Oh my gosh, or, I can't wait uh, for the final reveal. Well, I'm sure they're keeping the a, a, a big one the for the final was, reveal. Uh, and Aspire 1 looked so good enough that I would could have kept it for the end. So I'm guessing the final one is gonna be better. So getting closer to the transport headquarters to finally be able to take them down. Budget Cuts 2 is a self-contained title, so uh, you, you don't have to have enjoyed Budget Cuts 1 uh, to play this, but I think you really should, because it's an awesome game. Stay tuned, because Budget Cuts 2 Mission Insolvency will be released on all high-end VR headsets this year. What? Okay, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute! Oh, it's funny. It's hilarious. Okay, okay, hold on to your butts. It's the big finale. Let's hand it over to Cloudhead. Cloudhead Games. What are they making? Uh, this looks like a stylized shooter, maybe? Or maybe it's just a shooter. Oh, it is stylized. Very stylized. Holy yeah. crap. John Wick, the trailer. Yeah, it looks kind of like. So Pistol Whip is this kind of glorious hodgepodge of genres. <laughs> Sounds really. I'm in a basement with no sound dampening. And, uh, is it Pistol Whip? 
the name of that thing? You don't necessarily it's a pistol whip, I think. Oh, it's rhythm game? Oh, that looks cool. Yeah, that looks kind of cool. Yeah, I'd play this. I can't hear anything. It's very annoying. His audio is bad. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just lower. And they didn't check the relative levels to. This looks like it would work so well as a rhythm game. Oh, I'd be all into this. This is absolutely a game I would play. And so you're shooting and hitting people with your gun up close. And and, and the music was especially good. Yeah. This is where those, this is where VR has shown for me is things like this. Mm. It's when they try to they try too hard to be a traditional game. I get frustrated because I think they miss the point. And these kind of games are, hey, what if we just kind of went bonkers here? This wouldn't be that fun in a regular game, but how fun would it be in virtual space? Turns out those are different kinds of fun, and like Beat Saber shouldn't be as fun as it is. It just is. It's, I think it's, um, it's part of the process that you were describing earlier of figuring out, um, you know, the camera and the technical aspects. It's also figuring out what is fun in right. that specific, uh, type of setting. It's an interesting challenge. I hope this is on the quest. It looks like it should be able to handle it just fine. Yeah, it's stylized enough that it should be able to be on anything. Just based on where the enemies are popping up. The stuff that you see in your typical rhythm game where you have a specific set of targets to hit at a specific timing, that doesn't exist here. You're presented opportunities in a rhythmic matter that's driven by the music that's at the heart of everything. That part is epic. That what? That part in his hair. Oh. I was talking. You look like Moses could come and separate it. <laughs> Just stand there and go. Okay, I'm intrigued. There, you know, there are a few um, cool things in this showcase. Um, they made us wait a little bit long, but. This guy, these guys. If they had better sound, there's there's would be the best presentation as well. Yeah. Again, I think the sound is fine. It's just that it's um, too low. And maybe they lowered the sound because of the music, and then the voices couldn't be heard. Coming, Coming soon. soon. Okay, that's a wrap. We are done. Finish finito. Out of here. Thank you so much for watching the first ever Upload E3 VR showcase. Thank you to Congrats, Upload VR. I think you did a you fine job. And let's close out with another look This is very cool. Today. Yeah. Nice it's, job, guys. Yeah. I mean, we're 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 mean because it's more fun and you're not doing a um, you know, this is not Ubisoft budget type thing. But I'm I'm right. it's really heartwarming to see that a small publication company can essentially be um, reaching as many people as everyone else because in yeah. their, because the internet. And uh, I, I agree. Like, um, 
in general, I like to see, like, I don't like it when it's like, what do these influencers think of whatever? That is not interesting to me. What's interesting to me is guys, you know, the guys like this who, you know, I don't know how these guys started, but, you know, enthusiasts about VR, they've got podcasts and video content and, and all of that. They're perfectly suited for this. Like go to their strengths and let them make a thing. And yeah, I totally think that's awesome. I love that. So we're uh, one and a half minutes away from the PC gaming show. We are indeed. So we'll probably just hang here. Um, I'm going to end bit. this stream uh, by saying, well, I'm gonna, not the stream, but I'm going to end this version of the show so we can. Play no, don't don't worry. We'll we'll just stack them together. Don't you think? You want to do them stacked? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's totally... fine. Yeah. All right. So stick around. So we are going to continue here on to the PC Gamer Show, which should start on this same channel, right? Yeah. Uh, no, wait, what? No, this is the Upload VR channel. Uh, you oh, have yeah, to go, go to twitch.tv slash twitch, for example. Or youtube.com slash e3. Oh, right. I mean, right? if you want to go to YouTube, I'm going to Twitch because I don't want YouTube and Google to have all my information. I understand completely. Why is this, uh, is this Ubisoft from last year? They're showing... What are we seeing here? What? Kind of Ubisoft stage. This must be from last year. Oh, it is. Okay. Never mind. They're showing clips from last year. Freak me out for a minute. I'm not. All right. Oh, maybe I'm there. So All we'll right. just. Uh, we'll 30 just roll seconds in. away. Let's just let's just stop uh, the, the the this showcase and head over to the other one. Yeah, and see PC, what they're the doing. PC 14 seconds. Thing. I guess I should change our stuff here. Then. Oh, Sean uh, is still doing the this one. Time for the PC gaming. And it's starting. Oh, come join me and Patrick. Oh, are we tweeting? Yes. Gaming show. Well, I'm mostly just right. doing the... This Which is thing, the PC but... gaming show. Let's get the sound here. Is it on already? Yes. Oh. It's just fading in for me. I have six seconds, it says. Do you also have that, or are you ahead of me? Oh, I'm ahead of you. Okay, do you want me to skip back to wherever you are? Well, I can go... I can I can do it. It's youtube.com slash e3. I can do it. Yes. I'll I'll go to your slow speed, Scott. From the ashes. Mosaic. Wow. Two hours. Okay. Oh, two hours? That's what it says. Oh crap. <laughs> two hours? Are you kidding me? We may want to split this one. Um well, I think I'm no, I'm not. Live. I'm not gonna split it, personally. But um, I I need to eat at some point, so I need a yeah, break. Yeah, you got in your belly, sure. Um, well, we'll uh, we'll get going with the PC Gamer Show now. Um, yeah, uh, this is for my recording. Uh, yeah, they they said two hours, so Patrick and I are, are in for the long haul here. Jesus, um, but two hours brings us all the way to Ubisoft. So this is true. 
I might need at some point, Scott, to leave you alone for like 10 minutes to get time to grab some food. I was certain PC gaming would last an hour. Um, I'm going to have my wife go get me a burger or something like well, in half an hour. You are very lucky because my wife isn't here. Um, and my excellent uh, brother-in-law is taking care of the baby. Uh, anyway. Well, I first want to thank our sponsors for helping make Exclusive this world first look. This event would not happen. Who's there? So thank you so much. What do you have an audience? For coming out. It's yeah. 10 a.m. in Los Angeles. Happy Monday, everyone. Okay. Day of the week. Well, I like Sean Plot, so I say that every year. That's my excuse for why I continue to watch what I think is one of the worst shows at E3. Last year was better. It was, yeah, it wasn't as bad last year. My name is But I like Sean Plot. Yeah. Joining me is the Is that a lady with him last year? I don't remember. I don't think so. Frankie Ward. I don't know her. We are going to be pulling your clever comments. Just, just remember, I said clever comments. She's from Twitch, British. Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook throughout the show, making you famous on the. Does it make you want to fight him? We're going to be sharing them live. Uh, because of the bar fight thing. No, not really. Okay. That's right. Midway through this show, I'm going to be asking those questions to the creative director of Borderlands 3. Use hashtag PC Gaming Show. Two hours is a long time for PC games that, for the most part, we either already know of or, well, are already out. And now... Rebellion is ready to reveal its nefarious vision for the project. So, PC Gaming Is it a little low, you guys? I'll turn it up. Sorry. Stroke a cat menacingly. Here is the world is free to reveal for evil genius. Well, I just want to make sure Patrick and I are louder than them, but... Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um... World Domination? Jesus. What? Evil Genius 2 World Domination. I'm probably not going to be taking notes for all of this. I usually take every single game, which yeah. I've been doing uh, for the VR thing, but... Well, they said they're going to do 30 games. That says to me, if they got two hours, there's going to be a lot of couch time. Right? Yeah, probably. Oh, 30 games in two hours. That's, what, seven games per half hour, so five to ten minutes per game. No, five minutes per game, roughly. What are we looking at here? Evil Genius 2 World Domination. I which looks like a PR thing. Uh, PR. <laughs> Why did I say a PR? PR pixels. Yeah, PR. Uh, no, not pixels. Pixar. <laughs> Jesus. Patrick's getting hungry and tired already. Yes. Uh, and so the fun part is going to be Ubisoft, which is in two hours. It's going to be no break. Um, and after that, I'm going to try to sleep a little bit. And then uh, there's going to be... There's going to be uh, Square Enix. This isn't exact, actually a game, is it? What is this? It's a trailer for a game. I never played the first one. I don't know what this even is. I think that's going to be a common comment on, um, on this show. Brian Mitsoda and Cara Elephant and Parsnip Lab. Now, Brian, 
You were a writer on the very first game. So what does it mean for you? Whoa, that guy's huge. Um, it means oh my gosh. A lot of have, uh, very high or maybe the I two others are really small. Well, I would destroy everyone here. You are going to because we are going to take a look at the world's first gameplay footage. Um, also, I'm not going to be there for the AMD thing, which I think is going to be boring. So there you go. AMD thing? What are they Yeah, doing? after... Um, can't remember what time, but there's an AMD thing after Ubisoft. Maybe half an hour or an hour afterwards. F that, dude. <laughs> right. Sounds My really feelings. Boring. I like Paradox. I don't know who they are. World of Darkness. Okay. Up. Oh. We have one rule. Oh. Got a glitch. Oh, it's coming back. This happened earlier. Oh, it's the Vampire Masquerade. Now. Right, right. I don't like vampires. It's not my thing. We're all fighting over scraps here. Vampires can be cool. There are many, many versions of vampires. Um, yeah. I don't know if I've found one that that gets me going yet. Mm. I like that first uh, Underworld game movie. Um, what does it mean in this world. The Kate Beckinsale oh, thing? I yeah, the name of it. Uh, I think it's Underworld. What it is, it's, it's I like the first one. The rest of the sequels are terrible. I don't know. I think Yes, they are, but they're kind of terrible in the way that Resident Evil movies are terrible. Um, for me, at least. Like, I enjoy watching them and uh, <laughs> delighting in how terrible they are. I'm worried this guy wants to break, break me. Um, he has a strange... Um, set of gloves. He looks very nervous too. Like mm -hmm. he's just dying. Hey, yeah. The popular thing right now is to to color your No, to color your hair, hair silver. I think that's what he's done. Would you consider just doing a full silver treatment of your hair, Patrick? Uh, to be honest, my hair is turning silver pretty fast, <laughs> so I'm not sure I would want to accelerate that process. I understand. I don't blame you. Is it yours as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially down the sides here and my beard. Yeah. I'm getting nice and nice. Yeah, look at... Oh, I'm, I'm seeing us both now in this uh, Discord magic. I uh, Look at that. Look at that. It's all gray all over here. Yep. yep. Didn't used to be, did it? It didn't. Certainly didn't. And uh, I can tell you, it was already starting but uh, a year and a half ago when the wonderful little baby came into our lives the process accelerated <laughs> i don't know if it's linked but i don't know either it may be just timing and it didn't matter but and it may be the crippling lack of sleep and constant stress you know you might have a family you might have Say uh, a wife and children. Vampire puberty. Oh, that sounds like. I don't know what it sounds like. I'm both perplexed, uh, intrigued, and disgusted. And that's three I think things. I guys cosplaying as a vampire. I think that's what's going on here. Any pressure? 
Oh, wait, really? I guess, I mean, maybe people working on, on vampire games would be a little bit goth to begin with. Yeah. They're nervous. Yeah, you would be. I mean, you people would be nervous. I think it's it's fair. Oh, this is so cringy. It's a little bit cringy. Uh, it's always so cringy. Yeah, the the vampire, the masquerade thing. You know, this is why you need spokespeople who know what they're doing and who are media trained. And it's it it's just it influences the way people see your company. It does. And your games, more importantly. Crafting components, controlling colonists, and sending out crews to mine asteroids. But when you're living in space, there can be big consequences for even the smallest mistakes. Let's take a look at the brand new gameplay for Starman. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, we embrace the cringe or we wouldn't cover this. <laughs> you have to. Well, let's say to. that these two are not the most important uh, uh, conferences we're covering. No. We've been doing this for five years, everybody. Yeah five years through the wonderful technology of the internet we can do this from our own home uh for everyone's enjoyment and for our enjoyment as well and i love yep. that we can do it Ooh, i want this whatever this is this looks like uh escape artists what's the name of that uh the escapists well this looks more like a space the space escapists the space stationists. I love games like this. Um, so I had a, a thought about Microsoft uh, from the conference yesterday. The this is by the Stardew Valley guy. Hold on a second. Oh, is really? That true? You're shitting me. Is it really? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to wait for my thought until Sorry, the end go of ahead. This. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. You're interested. It's it's rare enough that we should uh, <laughs> revere that moment. So for those listening audio only, this is... Oh, Starmancer. I don't think this is by that guy. Could be. They made that up. That. They each mm. Don't believe anything chat says. Okay. Let's welcome to the stage from Tripwire. Hey, they're standing on a giant Tetris piece. Steve a T piece. Hey, Sean. Now I understand. Both of you started as modders, working independently, and running your own studio. You know, you know, Sean does his... <laughs> Sean is also um, getting some gray hair. Oh, yeah. He's in his what? And, uh, words, friends, and so here's and the thing um yeah. when people were saying to the couch is problematic in the pc gaming show um and they're the, the couch is boring the issue was not the actual couch making this better doesn't mean remove the couch and do the same thing standing um I think they got confused there because they're just standing doing the same thing. That and they it sucks were. for the host because two hours of standing is the worst. I think that's why they have two people. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Sean Plot, sorry, he's only 32. I thought he was older. He was 32. Oh. Okay. He's, oh, it's the thing we saw in VR, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Isn't it? I don't know. This looks like that Mordhau thing that everyone's loving right now. Yeah. It definitely does. Did you play it? I'm, I haven't, but I'm, I will admit to being very curious about it. Um, I'm not really a melee combat guy, but there's something about it that seems really fun to me. The reviews are off the charts. Yeah. Oh, I think it is Mordhau. Probably is. So my notes of Mordhau looking thing are not... Oh, oh I guess... Too. Oh, it's Chivalry okay. 2. Okay. So it's the, it's the Mordhau... <laughs> Mordhau took all its inspiration from Chivalry anyway. So Chivalry 2 is probably going to come try to eat their lunch. Oh, that was uh, that was unnecessary, is what it was. Gratuitous. Um, so here's my thought about uh, the Microsoft thing. Xcloud is coming um in October, right? The Xcloud correct. Yep. And uh, we, they already have Game Pass. So in theory, I'm guessing uh, if you have xCloud, it's going to be a test, but let's say you get into xCloud and you have Game Pass, theoretically, you could play any Game Pass game through xCloud, right? Correct. So it's probably going to be a little bit more expensive than Stadia, but it comes out a month before Stadia, and it's essentially the same type of service, except you have a million games available, including a subscription service if you want it. Um, and downloadable option. Right, but that's, that's already the case now. But the streaming side is you have a catalog of a million games and you have a, a, an all-you-can-eat uh, all you can play Netflix type thing. I think the combination, of, well, I, the xCloud is a much bigger deal than we first thought, and it's a bigger deal than Stadia. They did a piss poor job of getting that straight yesterday. I think. I, I think it was intentional. I think they don't want it to seem like they're, it's basically basically lowering expectations and people are going to figure it out anyway, but they don't want, you know, it's still going to be a test and they don't want everyone to expect this like the second coming of Jesus. Um, but I think they're being cautious because they mastered their communication, unlike Stadia. Stadia was poorly uh, put together communications-wise. Microsoft wasn't. I, I agree with that, yeah. So, yeah, xCloud, I think, is a huge deal, uh, especially for Stadia. So that was my thought. It's a good thought. You've taken me to places I didn't, I didn't expect. As you are getting bored by Chivalry 2's developers. No, no, that's all right. I mean, these guys, they probably have something to say. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. If you're not interested in the game they're talking about, you're not going to be interested in what they're saying. And many people are going to be interested in that. But Well, that's excellent. Well, I mean, I have to ask, when can people get their hands? I'm putting your head on their bodies. Chivalry 2 is coming out. To zoom in a little bit. Early 2020. 
and it's coming uh, first to the oh, this work. <laughs> well, look forward to checking it out in early 2020 <laughs> gentlemen John Gibson and Steve Piggott when the cameras all zoomed out you can put Patrick's head on them and they look like little Patrick's oh what we are just getting started here I put your head PC on their bodies when they were oh the nice What's coming up next you're watching the PC gaming show coming up PC gaming show Build a world for wildlife. Well, it's still they still use that guy. From the creators You're of watching the PC gaming show. The guy from Darkest Dungeon, he's so good. And more trailers, interviews, and gameplay footage. Let me tell you a tale of death and misery. What? Gameplay footage of Baldur's Gate 3? Dude, we're we are in the right show then. <laughs> you gotta dig through a lot of shit to get there, but we're gonna make it. Alright. We will. What is this? Flip blop. What is happening? Ooh, I like the look of it. Skinny legs. Everybody missed. Everybody skipped leg day. I like chunky graphics like this. That seems cool. I don't know. Oh, I wasn't. Is. I wasn't watching. That was a brand new trailer for Mosaic, a dark and atmospheric adventure game coming later Some kind of viral. Killbite and publisher Raw Fury. So how are you guys enjoying it so far? There's been some stores, some space stations, vampire puberty. We're listening to your reactions to the PC gaming show throughout the entire broadcast, no matter what platform you're watching and ranting on, so keep them coming. Our next game is a ghost-themed multiplayer hide-and-seek game inspired by a popular mod. Charge up your proton packs and get ready for Midnight Ghost Hunt. Popular mod. Okay, so this appears to be some sort of Ghostbusters ripoff, is my guess. Oh, a ghost? Look, Patrick, is a ghost? Oh, he's blue. He's blue, he thinks he's a guy. Do, 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 do. Here come the Ghostbusters. And so the Ghostbusters are going to bust... The ghost? I think so. They're going to do it without paying a licensing fee. <laughs> They're going to be... They're the worst. Ghostbusters-like. But uh, not too like Ghostbusters or else it's big trouble. Oh, no. Ghost chair. Oh, shit. It was a man. Oh, I thought you were going to play the ghost. Playing the ghost. No. Oh, is this? Is this oh, a, I guess you are the ghost. Oh, you, oh, so it's an asymmetric thing. Yeah. Okay. I like the idea of asymmetric um, games. I do too. Popular ones right now are like one horrible ghost versus five guys. Or, you know, like Dead Till, or Dead Till Daylight or whatever it is. 
Dead by Daylight. Dead, Dead by Dawn, whatever it is. <laughs> Dead by Daylight, Daylight yeah. Yes. Uh, that's been the model lately, but I'd love to see, like, you know, five on five kind of stuff. Creative director, programmer, designer, you know, I actually Gold. think Thank you for the stage is terrible. Oh, no. Yeah, this stage is not great, but uh, I like that it slows things down a little bit between trailers. It's, maybe it's only because I'm taking notes and that allows me to um, have a little bit of a quiet time. But. Uh, the goal is to look like they, they keep furniture. saying they've got that uh, powered by the epic store in the back but it never shows epic it just says powered by the store and all the crops hiding as a lamp uh wait what uh, but they're getting uh they're getting money from epic yeah but you can't but doesn't you can't actually see it it's cropped oh but you see it in the in the trailers and stuff they can fight back if they like but in general uh, you know, they want to try to hide, but if there's a hunter kind of off by himself, it's about probably 25 people in that crowd chat room, something like that. 30, maybe. Well, what, what's the identity of the hunters? I mean, we've been seeing furniture flying all over the place. What are the hunters doing? So the hunters, it kind of can be uh, divided. Okay, well, this guy's all right. Uh, the first part of the comes out and knows what he's talking about. Like a detective game because they're sort of trying right. to figure out where the ghosts are hiding because it's not really uh, you know, obvious at first glance. So they've got people gesticulate like a, a lot on stage. Radar, like it would have been better sitting. Try to narrow down where in the haunted house these ghosts are hiding, basically. Uh, as soon as the first ghost is found, yeah. though, it starts getting a bit more chaotic. Uh, people, there's ragdolls flying everywhere, and they have that cannon to really try to smash the ghosts into pieces. So those are kind of the two aspects of the ghost. I see. Well, uh, talk to me a little bit about the inspiration for Midnight Ghost Hunt. I understand it's based on a Gary's Mod mod called Prop Hunt. Right. So uh, that's definitely a big inspiration, but the big twist for us is that the props fight back. You saw the furniture well, we really yeah. liked uh, Ghostbusters, so... so it kind of almost yeah! Action hide and seek sort of mashup. Uh, but you have a I'm a little surprised more games haven't uh, come out of... Uh, the, the things that you're hunting. So that changes yeah. up the dynamic a good amount. Gary's Mod stuff, because so many weird Gary's Mod things have come out that I would have thought more games might copy them. happens then. What's going on then? So Midnight, if even... Uh, one ghost survives. One Have you seen a ghost? Movie. Really? They're asking uh, that question on the vote? Grandfather clock chime across the map. All the lights will actually flicker out. It'll get really dark and scary. And all the ghosts that <sighs> were seen a ghost. Let me tell... Hey, I'm going to say something controversial, Patrick. Uh, a lot more powerful mm -hmm. than before, and they glow a very brilliant... The answer is so no. You've point, never uh, seen a ghost. I wonder if this is like a... I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe they could have asked, are you afraid of ghosts? Like, are, are you scared of no ghost? Now that, that's fine. Somebody might have a fear of what they think could no, be No, but I mean, like, it would be like the song. Oh, I... <laughs> I see where you're going now. <laughs> I love that you took it seriously. You were like, yes, that that's perfectly okay. Like... <laughs> Fear of ghosts is a perfectly reasonable topic to question people about. Wonderful, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bullshit. I don't know why I feel so strongly about it today, but I just do. Next title, we got Frankie up in the balcony, and if I understand correctly, Frankie, this is okay. You do understand correctly, Sean. Yes. It's a big sequel to a small indie game. Oh, I thought that was the name of the game. Frankie up in the balcony. Roguelike that challenges you to fight, to be clever, and to solve its mysteries. Explore a beautiful world, engage with its creatures, and befriend its people. Search for magic lakes and ancient statues until you die. 
and die again. It does look like Paula Poundstone, whoever in the chat said that. Unexplored 2. Don't know what that is. Never heard of it. From Big Sugar. All right, you're exploring. It appears this is unexplored territory. Ooh, I like how this looks. It's a roguelike, she said. You're like a little rat or something. What's the name of this thing? Unexplored 2. Oh, shit. There's some sort of fight happening. He's dead. All right. Roguelike it back to the town. They don't really explain what's happening, but this is a. This looks all right, but. Kind of my jam. I like this kind of stuff. See, that's the problem. It looks like Sable a little bit. Um, Not very much, but uh, that's the problem. There are too many things that are kind of our jam. We don't have time to play all of them or pay attention to them. You're right. But imagine a service where you could just willy-nilly hop in and just say, what's this? And have it stream Mm -hmm. within seconds. Like You you were saying something about that yesterday, and I completely agree. Like That's the one part of this that people aren't really thinking about. Yeah. Unlike Netflix, where that's true you have a million things to go look at you can't take the time to figure out what if you like it or not like installing the game becomes enough of an inconvenience that uh yeah totally agree with that what you got for us well let's take a look oh mike's busted oh The CRG two five twenty two hundred and forty hertz. How are you gonna demo that? Oh, that's how you demo it. You show a ton of bullets. Like seriously, I know some people can see the 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 difference between sixty and one hundred and twenty, and it makes a, a big difference, but. And I can see it on my iPad and stuff like that. But 240 hertz, really? Is that necessary? I don't know. Well, I'll let you know soon because I'm doing some trade work for somebody who's going to trade. And the trade will be for 240 megahertz. Oh, uh, well, you let, let us you know. know. Right now I'm running at 60. And I would like to at least see how I perceive I a 240. Talk to me about some of those juicy features and specs. So it's... A 240 hertz curved gaming panel. We believe it's the world's first. So you have lag-free and tear-free Juicy features. Um, and we think that the, the curved, yeah. it's 1500R radius, is going to be a very immersive experience that you wouldn't get from a I'm pretty sure they're using panel. Sean Plott's mic and they're just amping it because his, his is dead. Sure, it's a 3001 contrast ratio. So you get those deeper blacks, brighter whites. Right. Hopefully you'll see your enemies first before they see you in the dark scenes. Yeah, this is the we paid to be on this show part. We're super excited about that. Well, since this is the PC gaming show and we're showing off a huge variety of games here, what are the types of games that you would expect? Their first? 240 hertz refresh rate and the GC. Why do they only have one? Asus has a million. The speed and the performance, but ultimately, esports first-person shooters are really going to benefit. Right. 
Well, of course, I have to ask, not just when is it available, but what, what type of cost are we talking? Sure, so it'll be available in mid-July for under $400 uh, for a 27-inch panel. So it expands our gaming lineup to oh. eight miles, yeah. Because when you said 400, I mean, that's 27 inches. Right. That's almost. pretty wow. good. Yeah, so our gaming line will be expanded to eight models, ranging from 24 all the way up to a 49 inch. 400 bucks? Uh, check out Under 400, he says. Really? Or see some back of that's the surprising. Yeah. yeah, that's impressive. You can go there for it. It's not 4K. Not, 4K. not for that price. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Well, I want to let you know that we have all sorts of great presentations and games coming up. Let's look at what's coming up in the PC Gaming Show. Stay tuned for more announcements, trailers, and never-before-seen footage, including Gearbox answers burning questions about Borderlands 3, the next game from Clay Entertainment. Get ready to rip the galaxy a new wormhole in Valfaris. I don't think Ooh, we have any unanswered questions about Borderlands. Yeah. I have questions about the next game from Clay Entertainment, though. Yeah. Sure. I love them. Yes, and everyone does. Show they, they make incredible games. They've never disappointed me. <laughs> from Funcom. Whoa, she's by herself. Thanks for the warm applause. And those um, leather pants are hot, and I mean like temperature hot. It's fun come to be here at the PC Gaming Show for the very first time ever. And naturally, we would like to show some. I haven't heard of Funcom in so I don't know what feels like five ado. years. Here are some of the games coming for 2019. Something strange is going on all across the zone. I don't fear nothing. This also looks like we paid to be here <laughs> but maybe that's maybe that's not a lot's happened since you've been traveling con we could use your skills stalkers got each other's backs right what happens to you happens to me oh this game's great ready yeah, the 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 one that that's a sequel to, or maybe that's actually showing the one that I'm playing. But uh, it's like XCOM, kind of. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's I don't weird because like... the animals, the animals have all mutated. I don't like uh, I don't like uh, uh, XCOM, and I know that makes me a despicable uh, alien person, and I apologize, but you're just a horrible man that you've now yeah. told us this I'm, i've lost all respect for you and your stance on all things not true um i hate tower defense so i don't know what that makes me well not a yeah it's not that's not great don't don't repeat it to too many people <laughs> Moons of Madness. I don't know what that is. Seems cool. Please welcome to the stage, founder and director of Mighty Kingdom, Philip Mayer. Okay. Funcom. Wait a minute. Why? She's still standing there. So, yeah, as Funcom, we've been doing oh. our own games for over 26 years now. But recently, we had the great pleasure to be working with some other very talented developers and help them publish their games. 
And on that note, I'd like to introduce the human mind. Wait, what? Like a robin's egg. That's that guy who's doing oh. the announcing. Okay, that was weird. <laughs> he does the darkest dungeon stuff. So He's so good. So this year, we put out a little trailer for something called Conan Chop Chop. And uh, considering the date, it was perhaps no surprise that people decided that that was uh, April Fool's joke. So, uh, yeah, we have a little surprise for you. What? Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they took a so, April joke and made it into a game is what they're probably going to do. Conan Chop Chop. I mean, I have, I would like the Conan IP to be treated with a little bit of respect, but. Yeah, good luck on that. This is going to be so dumb. I didn't see the April Fool's. Uh, Conan Chop Chop. Look at the little Conans. Oh, so this is a... This is a, a, a an action RPG type thing? 2D roguelike Zelda game. Mm, it doesn't... I don't like that art style. I do. I'm in. I'm all in, dude. Yeah. Straight up, I will play this. You don't like the style, huh? No... It's like I no, I don't. Like little stick men. Yeah. That looks alright. <laughs> so there you have I'll it. Play uh, it. Conan Chop Chop. It's a roguelike action adventure game. Uh, it's very real. And it's coming to okay, sure. PC, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch on September the third this year, twenty nineteen. We also have a playable version here at E3 at our demo room, so if you want to give stick figure Conan a try, then please don't hesitate to drop by. Thank you. Thank you so much. Last Oasis is and an then they made out. She needs to get out of those pants, and I don't mean that in a dirty way. The last humans need to it does look uh, uncomfortably warm. Yeah, I couldn't do it. But cheer up, sunshine. This is one of the most original-looking multiplayers we've Chat seen. Room says, Patrick needs to go to bed. He's so cranky. I don't think he's very cranky. Uh, am I, though? Am I? Uh, I mean, if they've listened to this for the last five years, they'll know you're not being any more cranky than usual. <laughs> no, more than usual. No, I'll be tired later. Then I'll be cranky. Um, until Ubi starts blowing smoke up our butts. Can't hear this woman. Very quiet. Well, that's this? on purpose. Some kind of robot machine. This is some kind of thing. Survival game, I betcha. Whoa, that thing's cool. It's insect like. I don't know what to make of this. Those explosions are kind of weenie.
Patrick, I don't know what to make of this. I don't either. I'm, I don't understand what it is, is my problem. I don't either. No, no, a big one. Last Oasis. Kind of Mad Maxi. All right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you do. These machines are cool. Age of Wonders Planetfall. Ooh, right. Sci-fi version of Age of Wonders, which I am a fan of, but you wouldn't like because it's very XCOM. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you not I like guess... turn-based games at all? Um, No, it's not my jam. No. And I'm it not a fan. Yeah, no, I'm not a huge fan, so. It didn't used to be my jam. In the 90s, I hated games like this, but I love them now. I don't know what changed, but... Uh, EX06 agrees with you. I mean, I... Agrees with me? I don't me? know why I like them. He agrees with you. On what? The, On the fact the that... Oh. Turn bases and all that. The name of the game is Age of Wonders Planetfall, a 4X strategy game. And joining me on the stage to talk about it is the game director, Leonard Sass, and principal gameplay developer, Tom Bird. Welcome, guys. Good to be here. Yeah, I'll play the shit out of that. Will you, though? Just give us the gist yep. of what Age will of Wonders is all about. I will. Sure. Will you? I will. I played the last one. Yeah, I played Age of Wonders 3 to death. The, the only reason I'm I'm insisting that you might not is that there's just so many things to play. <laughs> well, I agree. I make time for this weird stuff. I like it. Okay. Or the Amazon bioengineers who ride dinosaurs into battle. You know, I want to ask because there's a pretty broad range of forex. Is there anything so far that really rocks your boat? I guess that you really in, like this presentation so yeah. far um, there are a couple where you were like oh yeah this is cool i'll play it but anything really good mm, no if i'm honest i don't think anything's blown me away yet um i'm trying to think what we've seen <laughs> i've kind of forgotten already um <laughs> and I did see in the Dude, trailer, this guy's stoked. Dinosaurs with lasers. Perfect. Cats with lasers. No, sorry. No cats with lasers. I'm so sorry to disappoint all of you. No <laughs> cats with lasers. You have to settle with dinosaurs. You know, I saw the expansive tech tree show up in the game. Briefly, guys and grabbing I his junk. Anyway, uh, I can't think of anything else they've shown, Patrick. Right, so um, Evil Genius 2, Vampire, The Masquerade, Bloodline, Starmancer, Mosaic, uh, Midnight Ghost Hunt, Unexplored 2, etc. I don't know. Probably not, nothing yet that's blown me away. Honestly, this game is more interesting to me than most that I've heard about so far. As long as they're consistent with, like, the, the Age of Wonder stuff has been good for me, so... Yeah, uh, others include doomsday technologies that allows you to infect I feel like that guy's fiddling with his wiener. He might be. You know, people do weird stuff when they're stressed. They're like little kids. When kids are little, especially boys, they all want to grab their wiener. Yours is too young. He'll get there. Uh, he's starting to get there a little bit. Oh, no. Is quite rich. Oh, okay. We're right. Good. So when combat starts, you'll see like on the world map maybe like a little sort of space lab or something like that. 
When you come back, go yeah, you do grow out of that. Zoom all the way in, and you will be inside the lab. You'll see do you though? And all of the goops flowing around. Some of us do. <laughs> do you? There are a few people I wonder about, but most of us do. Yes. Abilities, shoot laser cannons. Maybe you've chosen the uh, You've got like a bunch of space dwarves and little yeah. metal suits that dig holes in the ground, like shoot from the from the holes. Maybe you've chosen the Kirko, sort of horrible alien yeah. bug monsters. They run forwards and slash people and puke acid on them. That kind of thing. I mean, how, how long does? I mean, you gotta understand. All video games. The short battle can be maybe. Not all, but uh, many video games are based on turn-based inspiration, like D and D or freaking Warhammer or you know whatever. That can maybe take 30 minutes. And so a lot of ways, well, real-time stuff, we've just all forgotten that that's just the computer the making all these moves that we used to have to take turns to do. And there, I don't know, there's just something about turn-taking I like. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Well, lovely. All right. Hey, what's that URL? Manlim. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's less than two months away. Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining thank me up much. on thank stage. You. Okay, thank you. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you for sharing the horrors of the future. Are you really looking forward to it, Sean Plot? Are you really? I, have to ask you, what I like that my really is is catching on. Yeah. I knew it was only a matter of time, dude. A brave band of heroes cast the Fuhrer into hell, but little do they know, the nightmare is far from over. Actung, this is the world-exclusive reveal of the next shooter from the makers of Sniper Elite 4. This is killing me. I hate this. Rated M World exclusive. Blood and gore. All right, here we go. Get some blood and gore going. Not actual game footage. Representative game mechanics. Okay, so some kind of World War II sniping unit there. I'm gonna get down there and do a little sniping. With Will Smith. What's he doing in this? Oh, is it really Will Smith? No, it just looks like him. Oh. He looks oh, nothing it. like Will Smith. <laughs> He's bald Look, and... I made, a generalization. I made a generalization about his being bald and black. That's and true. Facial hair. So I really, I really did my homework. Zombies are still a thing. People are into it. I mean... Yeah, zombies are never gonna go away. Whoa, flamethrowing zombies. Flamethrowing hell zombies. Yeah. So is this gonna be a good version of a Left 4 Dead sequel? No. It looks like a co-op thing. I right? mean, it's Sniper Elite, so I assume they're sniping. Oh, is it Sniper Elite? It's the Sniper Elite team. Oh. So the late thing says, let's see what's next for our Sniper Elite development team's next shooter, they said. But I don't know what that means. Well, it could be a Left 4 Dead lack like co-op PvE thing. It totally could be. I mean, I it like looks like it is. Left since Left 4 Dead won't make Left 4 Dead. Mm, I haven't seen a lot of Left 4, Left 4 Dead likes. Except for World War Z, which is are okay. Apparently, kind of bad. It's not bad. It's just, it's only okay. Yeah. This doesn't look very 
dynamic. I mean, it's all pre-rendered, they said, at the top, so... I'm not sure what to expect. Oh, it's Hitler, dude. Sweet. Oh. Oh, zombie army dead. Oh. Was that already a series? Well, I apparently. That had zombie Hitler in it. What's next for war? Four. How did we not know there were three of those before? There are so yeah, many games. This looks... What? What is Warframe? What is Warframe? You never heard of Warframe? No, I thought that's the question you asked. Oh, no, they're going to talk about it. Right. And then the most important thing is that Baldur's Gate 3 thing. They got to get to that. That's what I plan to be blown away by. The root. This evil will consume our world and the countless worlds beyond. Unless you rise to meet it. What this is? Um, isn't it Baldur's Gate Three? No, it's something else. Because there's... You're saving BG3 Tulu. for the end. Yeah, you're right. But there's like Tulu, Great Ancients. This looks neat. Yeah, it looks... It, it has a really cool art style. Oh, is it another Monster Hunter type thing? Yeah. I'm not really into those. Did you try Dauntless? Um, not yet. I keep hearing it's good, but... It's fine. Remnant. From what I played. Remnant from the Ashes. Don't know much more about that. That looked nice. Joining me on the stage to talk about Remnant Oh yeah, about the trailer. About, uh, Borderlands so will be another thing. Yeah. Welcome the CEO of Gunfire Games, David Adams. <laughs> so David, really? It was like right for those who are 30 seconds. Remnant from the Ashes. Yeah, it wasn't much. So Remnant's a co-op action shooter set on an apocalyptic earth and across... A, a lot of games are coming out in the and next I mean, couple of months, which is fine, but I don't know. Environments. Like, what are these different places? Well, and to your point, if you had a subscription... So a sort of a I mean, I'm going to be playing the hell out of Horizon... Uh, we really wanted to have a bunch of different... Or, Horizon, or Forza Horizon 4. Oh. oh. I'm going to play the hell out of that because now I can do that for a dollar. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. We, we still haven't heard anything about that that price. Like not a, nothing. It's weird. It's so weird. No one is talking about it, but the price is still five bucks, right? On the site. It's still I didn't check today, but yeah, it's really weird. You built those all by hand, right? Yeah, it's all hand scripted. Game Pass PC. I'm gonna try and find it again. And fought a dragon. in the chat. I met a guy in a helicopter, an old guy in a helicopter, and killed a tree. Uh oh. And we'd have to uh oh. Uh oh. And, the same game. and you just have to keep going okay, through and eventually explore what all the possibilities are. 
yeah, you can play the game over and over again to see the stuff. You can jump into your friend's world to experience hey, the content in their world, and that's a big part of the game. I can't see the price here. Oh, there we yeah. go. Well, okay, so they've confirmed the beta price, four ninety nine. Um, it is indeed the beta price. Okay, so we're paying for beta access. Yes. Um, yeah. My favorite thing. That's fine, though. I mean, it's not hard. It, it, all it has to do is check that I'm legit so I can play it. Yeah. Like it's, I think it's it's really an introductory. Um, it's fine. And I, I think ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, the Game Pass Ultimate is going to be a, a huge deal. Um, I wonder if they're going to be clever enough to not jack up the price if you want to include an xCloud subscription. Oh, right. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It, it has to be more because you need to pay developers. But I don't know. If it's like 20 bucks a month and you get access to everything, it, it is mind blowing. And it's coming in October. I get, I don't, it's a huge deal. It's coming in October. Ladies and gentlemen, David Adams. In beta, but still. Yeah. It's, it's still weird the way they did it. And as we mentioned earlier, keep those questions coming. Thank you, David. You guys refuse to shake hands, and nobody will shake hands. Everything you want to know. Doesn't matter what platform you're on, just use hashtag PC Gaming Show. And until that time, let's talk about our next. You topic. don't need to remind us you're going to have the dude the from Borderlands Three. Here. It's a game from Clay <laughs> All the time. Called yeah, probably not. It's changed quite a bit in the last two years. It's now a deck-building roguelike where you don't just fight, but you also <laughs> negotiate your way through a broken down sci-fi world. It's going to be available on the Epic Game Store in one short month oh, on July. Deck-building roguelike. That's all changed from what it used to be. What, you'll be playing. what game is this? Uh, this is the new Clay game. Uh, I forgot the name already, but the... Oh, it's the Clay one. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a Slay the Spire type thing? That's what it sounds like. This is very Oh, Slay it's what it looks like. Yeah. But you're I playing... Awesome, though. So you're playing to resolve the situations. Right. So it's not just combat. You're also playing with your cards to resolve situations outside of combat. It seems that's an interesting yeah. take. This looks exactly what I want. <laughs> I love Slay the Spire type gameplay. I love that kind of deck builder, and I love clay games, and I love their art. One thing that Slay the Spire is missing is decent. It's the ugliest video game. Oh, wait, there's... Oh, yes, it is always deck building. Okay. And do you get those little animations when you play? No. Yeah. You yeah. think so? Oh, yeah, I guarantee it. Those fights are gameplay fights. Hmm. This is kind of cool. Yeah, originally, Grifflands. Grifflands was originally much more... Know, like RPG-ish. But uh, I'm into it. Welcome. Piers Jackson and Lisa Borens from Frontier Development. <laughs> now, Piers, what kind of zoo are we going to be running? Their art style's always been really neat. So, Planet Zoo. Um, I think Planet Coaster was probably was really well received. The entire uh, roller coaster tycoon community was 
very happy with what they did, right? Yeah, generally speaking, I think it was it was considered the proper uh, spiritual successor of the of those coaster games. Let's buy the world's largest family park and take a look inside. That sounds great. Take a look at our new game. This is our new game. That's my favorite British accent. Hello. <laughs> All right, here it is. Planet Zoo. Okay, I need to move a little bit. Are you standing at your standing desk? I'm sitting at the moment, but I might uh, stand in a minute. I might yeah. do some jumping jacks. Um. So we're an hour away from... Oops. Uh-oh. <laughs> it keeps happening. Um, we're an hour away from the the thing uh, from Ubisoft. If it's okay with you, I'm gonna go in and grab some food and bring it back here. So I'm gonna be away for ten minutes. Yeah, you're totally fine. Um, I, my hope is that while I'm away, they will uh, discuss Borderlands Three because I can't take any more of that game um which i was looking forward to but now i might be sick of already i'm kind of feeling that way as well but we'll see how it goes all right so i'll be away for 10 minutes yeah you're totally fine oh maybe maybe i'll wait to see what the next game is (laughs) maybe it's going to be something that is actually not making me grumpy as someone in chat i'm talking about the zoo game more all right okay 10 minutes and i'll be back I might uh, cover my uh, my webcam just in case something happens. You understand. You're paranoid. I get it. Yeah. All right. See you in 10 minutes. Okay. Bye. He has a cover for his webcam. All right. Trying to tell Scott that he's ignoring me? Telling me what? When are we going to be able to get our hands on it ourselves? So we're um, obviously demoing the game. What are you trying to tell me? E3, but most people aren't going to be able to see that. So we've recorded. Anyway. Lisa's done a fantastic you guys want to play a zoo game? It's where you make a zoo, I guess. And you do, uh, you got some. Uh, that goes live this Friday at 11. Uh, animals there, I'm guessing. You got a little zebras and uh, the whatnot, right? Thank you so much for joining us. Here's a Lisa, everyone. Uh, you got your. Uh, Next up. We uh, what else do you have in a zoo? You got your peacocks. You got your... Uh... Oh, who's coming from Japan? Anyway, you want to make a zoo? Let's make a zoo. Lizards. Ooh, Yu Suzuki. Shut up. Joining me on the stage is a legend of Japanese game development. It's Mr. Yu Suzuki. In addition to being the brains behind the following games, oh, there's the hand to shake. Space Harrier, Outrun, Afterburner, Virtual Racing, and Virtual Fighter, Yusan also created the Shenmue series, and he's here to talk about Shenmue 3 right now. Take it away, Yusan. <laughs> I just want to say thank you to the all the fans supporting me for the long 20 years. Thank you very much. The wait. the wait is nearly over. 
That's right. Let's take a world exclusive look at Shenmue 3. <laughs> okay, here we go. Finally get to see this damn thing. Honestly, I don't think your Kung Fu is Shenmue 3. Enough. Patrick's going to be mad he missed this. Uh, Grandmaster, I... Ooh, that looks like shit. A long time ago, martial arts... Was it meant to look just like Shenmue? Because... They practiced in secret, away from prying eyes, and became stronger. I mean, I know it looks better than it used to, but... Non-Tren survived the ban and was passed on in this way. What did you say to me? Stop it. Well, that's all I got. Oh. And extort money from shop owners, get drunk by noon and cause trouble. <laughs> oh my lord. I have worries. I am concerned. This is him. Japanese guy. I don't think I want to play Shinmu 3. I know so many people have been waiting for Shenmue 3. I would like to once again thank you so much. Thank you, Yusan, for joining us today. I mean, maybe that's great. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Now our next title is near and dear to my childhood. All right, get the H out. Upon a game I grew up playing called Heroes of Might and Magic 2. <laughs> Let's take a look at an upcoming collaboration between Coffee Stain Studios and Lava Potion. Yeah, Ubisoft's in two hours. That is correct. Why did someone say an hour? It's like Warcraft. I like the pixel uh, 3D look of this. This is neat. Oh, Patrick said it was an hour? Hey, he's smoking crack. We'll explain it to him when he comes back. Yeah, French hour is two hours. <laughs> it's metric. What is this? Is this an RTS? And do I care? Kind of sick of RTSs, but if it's a builder, like a city builder thing, I'd be into this. It's a cool look, isn't it? Songs of Conquest, classic adventure strategy. The name of the game is Songs of Conquest, and here I'd to like join to know more about, about that. it is the lead designer from Lava Potion, Carl Toffelt. Hey, yeah. Carl. Ah, hey, thanks. I mean, let's just. Well, that guy's standing crooked. He's standing sideways. Series. What is Song of Conquest all about? Um, it's all about um. Well, you kind of start off with in the town that you just saw in the. End of oh. And, uh, from there, you recruit your wielders. Is what we call our commanders. And uh, yeah. you recruit an army, and then you kind of send off your wielders on an adventure. 
and they go exploring yeah. the world, they pick up resources, the flag mines, and with those resources, you upgrade your town. Smooth you criminal. You know, I know that part of the core loop is obviously get the resources to build up the township, but yeah. for what reason? Armies, man. Talk to me about those juicy battles. Yeah, so, so the battle, just like the whole game, is turn-based. Uh -huh. So you go into combat, you bring all your troops in. And juicy. More juicy references. You like saying juicy a lot. That's fine. That's fine. You go in initiative order and then you plug it out. And you can say juicy. It's not a problem. Great. Griffins and so on. And all those things. And, well, you know, as, as someone who just loves the Heroes of Might and Magic series, I know that you have translated a lot of the gameplay elements into Songs of Conquest. Yeah. But... What are some of the modern elements that you're bringing in? Um, well, there's a lot of it, but I mean, one of them is our magic system. We call it the essence. So basically, uh -huh. in our in the Songs of Conquest universe, everything. Let's has see the actual combat. Like the souls. So your troops, they have an essence, and to do magic, you need to bring the troops with the right essence with your wielders. Oh, skills. I see. So if you want to uh, like make your troops. Go a fast, song of conquest and ice. Very nice. Good essence, job. Like and maybe to ask a basic question, what if my opponent kills that cavalry? Then you can't do the magic. So Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah so if you're fighting someone, you kind of have to like weigh the pros and cons of what to kill off. Like, do you want to destroy their magic or their powerful troops? Where can people go to get more information? And as always, treasure chest houses. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what we were looking at there? It's quite a ways off. It's quite a ways off, but you can go to songsofconquest.com and sign up for Alpha, and then oh, you can play earlier. Well, as you know. I'm really well, boo, don't tell me about it now. Late 2020, what are we doing here? What is this? The future? Now, our next title is an update to a popular co-op <laughs> game. Let's see what's in store for Vermin Awkward Tide silence. Ooh, I like Vermin Tide too. They're doing uh, probably some DLC here, something. Vermin Tide 2 is a good time. Oh, there's that guy for Sigma. I hate these many rats who are after us. Be still, my quaking soul. For Sigma. The Rat King. Sigma. Oh wait, did they let they're gonna let people play rats? No way, dude. Are you gonna let us play rats? Oh <laughs> Alright, legit excited about that. You just saw the reveal of the new PvP mode coming to Vermin. Oh my gosh. Wait until they talk I gotta talk to Kyle. Game into something even more brutally competitive. It looks deliciously vile, and surely dismembering Skaven is so much more satisfying when you know you're going ham on a fellow player, making him or her tiny little baby rat tears behind their computer screens. You can sign up now for the Vermintide 2 versus beta at vermintide2.com forward slash virgin. Versus. In Per Aspera, you're an artist okay, I'm into that. orbiting Mars, whose Bring it. purpose is to terraform the planet. Starting from a single drone in your landing site and turning the planet into a flourishing second home for humanity. Bring it. Courtesy of developer to Lawn Industries and publisher Raw Fury. Here's a first ever look at Per Aspera. As we all know, 
Reaching the Red Planet was not humanity's greatest achievement. Transferring the complexity of the human mind to machines was. So they can succeed where we failed. So they can build us a home. All right, what did I miss? Oh, hi, Patrick. You okay. missed, um... You missed Shenmue and uh, Shenmue 3 with uh, Yu Suzuki came out. So I didn't miss anything, in other words. It looked bad. It looked really bad. Um, so this is going to be super weird. Um, I'm going to be eating, so it's going to be like one of those weird uh, Japanese streams and oh, Korean ASMR, streams. ASMR eating with yeah. Patrick. I'm fine. Go for I'm it. Gonna, I, should, I should mute myself because this is... Um, but you know it's fine we're we're having dinner together i mean dinner slash lunch enjoying some yeah. video games um it's fine it's just we're having a, a you know grabbing a bite together it's not weird at all yeah. all good thank you for having me really happy to be here been waiting 10 years yes. to come back on the big stage at E3 showing off a game. Well, it's fantastic to have you back. I just want to ask, what inspired you to tell the story of human evolution? Well, when I started... <laughs> well, I got some bad news game, for you, bud. Uh, an open <laughs> world game in which you can do a lot of things. You need a character in a 3D environment at first. And I said, oh, I'm the historical guy. I'm the historical dude, so I need an historical period. So say, oh, let's go back at the very beginning. It'll be easier to do, because I won't have to build a city, I won't have to build technology, and I was a bit naive, because we built Africa 10 million years ago. That's so, and that's not easy to build. It doesn't sound easy. I mean, how have you turned those themes into gameplay? Well, you play our last common ancestor, right, of all the big apes, and then you have to explore your, your environment, and eventually you expand your territory, you expand your clan, because you're not playing that one badass character. You play I like that, that game, that idea. And eventually you yeah. evolve into different Yeah, species. I think it could be, it could be interesting. I don't know how it's going to translate to gameplay, but... I imagine our ancestors had uh, a lot more issues uh, it's pretty. than we do today. There's going to be a lot more dangers in this world, so tell me a bit more about those. Well, What's the name of the game again? Ancestors, an Odyssey of Evolution? Basically at the Something like that, the game, yeah. Everybody is there to kill you and devour you. And, and, and basically at the end, it's pretty much you. You're the predator <laughs> and everybody's afraid of you. And that's, that's the idea of Ancestors, the humankind Odyssey. So just ultimately, <laughs> what is the key what? to evolving your clan success? Karen's making me laugh. Curiosity. You need to explore because, you know, I made a game about characters and you needed to follow the story I wrote for you. This time, you're basically writing the story, right? There's, there's no story per se inside. It's not about going and see mission givers. It's not about looking at the mini maps and the little dots. Which primate is it's best? Human, gorilla, chimpanzee, gibbon, or monkey? Can you survive like our ancestors did? They really and wanted to push that interactivity. For you to I, those things question, annoy me. Why is every, Why would anyone answer human? Well, like it's so first. serious of an answer. Yeah. I, why is that even on the list? Ancestry says ancestors will be released August twenty seventh, and you can learn more at ancestorsgames.com. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she repeated it. 
Oh, that guy's too excited. He wants to like go out with her or something. Oh, epic you game see, store advertising. You see romantic interests everywhere. I do. Look at these two Shenmue people. So that's an exclusive uh Epic? Epic store thing. Uh the the community is gonna be so angry. I'm sure most Shenmue people are well actually they're Sega people, so Oh, Ancestors, yeah. That's the name. That seems interesting. The Pathless. I saw that on there for pre-order or something. I think it's part of the um, Apple Arcade, the Pathless. Oh, is it? So they're saying that Klee games come in there first. I don't actually care. I don't. I don't care about what store I get stuff on as long as it's good and they treat me well. Yeah, it looks like this is the epic exclusive fun hour. Yeah, these are. I assume these are all exclusives. I can't actually tell. I'm trying to see if anything's somewhere else. Chivalry 2 coming there first? Oh man. It's gonna piss people off. A game on Steam. <laughs> oh, that Klee game. It's all I can think about now. So 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 I gotta answer your question again. Which thing impressed me? The Klee game. Because I love them and trust them, and they make great games, and I want to play that right now. Fair enough. One more thing. What's this? Oh, this is the auto chess thing. Yeah. But I think Let's that's make... the one from the original auto chess mod people. Is it called auto chess? Probably. I mean, they have to. Yep, it is. Yeah. Please welcome to the stage. So that's oh, an, another, an epic exclusive. Yep. Another bum rush for Indeed, Auto Chess has turned out a new genre, dude. With hundreds of thousands Everybody's going of for it. Getting a taste I'm very curious about it. I didn't install it because I don't even have Dota, so yeah. Hello, that and the mods and everything. But I'll definitely try out the Sentinel yeah. game. Yeah, I... I I'm the CEO and the founder of Dragon Scam. Dragon Scam <laughs> is a game developer and a publisher comes from China. I'm so happy to be here today on this stage to introduce our game, Auto Chess, to all of you. This is really an exciting moment for us. Uh, As Peter says, those were all exclusives. Yeah, I think they are. And so, Dragon Scam now is working with Chivalry. Oh, their people are going to be pissed about that one. Shadow Studio. Uh, they are working together to bring auto chess to a world, both on PC and uh, mobile, so that everyone from anywhere with any device can enjoy the same fun of auto chess. Now they are building the PC version. I want to play it. I've never played it. So, sure. You've never tried the the mod, you mean? No, I've never okay. tried it. Everyone raves about it. Yeah, like it's this hot PC genre, and that everyone should be playing it. But I definitely it. looks like it is um, interesting. But um, there's 
there was a lot of um, hoops to jump through. I'm very glad to announce the PC version of Auto Chess will be coming to the Epic Game Store. I look forward. <laughs> I look forward to all of you playing Auto Chess on PC. <laughs> what? Not a lot of okay. clapping thank there. You, thank you, everyone. Chat room can see his nipples. Thanks so much for yeah. sharing the news with us. Once again, I'll check I'm not sure what he said, but check it out. It is so fun. Uh, it's going to be coming to the Epic Game Store. Up above. I understand it's an exclusive. We'll find out, Sean, because one of the things we love about PC gaming is the way that game creators from all over the world can draw inspiration from one another's work. When's that uh, Zelda thing come out? Great example of that. That redone uh, the Game Boy version? Yeah, the redone, uh, whatever it is. Link I think it's this year. Is it? Okay. I want that. Here's the world exclusive reveal of Chris Tales. November? Okay. Woo. This is a long show. <laughs> the world exclusive. You dirty son of a bitch. If you saw oh. what was, what is, and what would be. Alright, some kind of cartoony thing. I hope you're I hope you're not hearing my chewing too much. No, no. And what I am hearing is kind of turning me on, so don't worry about it. It's the ASMR uh, interruption yep. of our... Yeah. Who, who knew? I've always tried to find my ASMR. Apparently, it was you eating. It was me chewing chips. Yeah. What on earth is this? If you learn from the past and act in the present, you can... It looks a little bit like um, what your daughter is drawing. Yeah, it's kind of her style. Did I hear Chris Taylor was involved in this? Oh, Chris Tales. That's what I heard. <laughs> I'm sure it was like the guy who did uh, PC gaming. It's not the Dungeon Siege. And... It's how you use Whoa, what's she got? And I'm holding one of the, well, well quite frankly, it's, it's a bit average, isn't it? It's just your average, you know. Oh, well, shut up. <laughs> it's one of the ridiculous alien weapons from our next game, Valfaris. A brutal, heavy metal-infused 2D action platformer inspired by true old-school classics like Contra and Turrican. Assuming the role of fearless warrior players must blast and slash their way through the doomed citadel of Balfaris, overcoming its deadly environments and enemies before challenging the arcane evil at its very heart. Get ready to rip the galaxy a new wormhole. From publisher Big Sugar, this is Balfaris. Okay. I don't know why they gotta do that. I don't know either. I guess they they figure, you know. Oh, this looks like all your base are belong to us. <laughs> this is pretty metal, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, look at him go. See, I okay. like. Okay. Like, it's fine. I'd play, this. I'd play this. I would look for this on sale, or I'd get a key from somebody, or I would do something to get it. I'd play this. Look at that guy banging his head. I'm not a big fan of metal. 
You're not a metal guy. No, it's it's a little bit over the like top. Blizzard. Blizzard stuff is so inspired by metal stuff sometimes, <laughs> and I'm always surprised that's, that you don't like. Well, that's the part that I'm not a huge fan of. Like when everyone starts reveling in the metalness of some of those things, I'm I roll my eyes a little bit. But this looks, you know, this I'm looks looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Not been in downtown LA. E3 is I'd play it. I would play it. It's amazing. It's beautiful. And joining me is the Cavern doesn't believe me, but I would. Sage, creative director of Borderlands 3. Beautiful's a new one. Thanks. Yeah, Enough go, with, Paul. oh, okay. It's... I mean, there's been so much hype around Borderlands 3. What's the stuff you're really excited to be sharing this year at E3? Oh, man. So, you know, we've talked about our vault hunters. Well, this time we get to talk about Moe's. And she is our uh, gunner vault hunter. So yeah. she has a big mech. So it's one of the things. All about loot. We're talking about, you know, the different loot, such as shields, grenades. Yeah. You're right. Different planets, so a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> big dread on the mic. Right yes. Moe's. Tell us everything you can about <laughs> I'm trying to be discreet yeah, when I eat and I so end up bumping like on said, stuff. She's a mech pilot. She You're has totally a fine. It's called Iron Bear. She you be you. Iron Bear. Yeah. You know, we have multiple action skills, which means that she can equip either a minigun or a rail gun. All right, so Iron Bear, Mech, thing. Yeah, Moe's is a, a terrifically fun character for us right now. Now, we've been excited to be collating a whole bunch of community questions. We're going to break them into two categories. First, there's a whole bunch of repeat questions that I want to make sure we get to right now. One of the big categories so is, what is this? loot. Because you mentioned having Borderlands. a million guns earlier. But what's oh. about some of the other <laughs> systems? Right in the this game. doesn't yeah, look like so, Borderlands. Uh, let's talk about grenades. Like, one of my well, they have different... Talk about a lot. So the environments they have like five planets they can bounce they can stick to different things you know yeah this time we're combining like all of those things so well, since the other day i was playing i'm glad they didn't have randy pitchford come out and talk about it i am very glad they didn't have randy pitchford fire guns as it was going through right so we have like a ton of different grenades so scott does this do it for you oh man oh do you guys hear that at home this is a treasure that shield will extend out in front of you, you know, so oh, it's just tons of different things. That we have. <laughs> the Age Dreadlords have the worst attention span. That's not true. Well, when you're so the thing people don't realize, I also remember yeah. we're not just watching this, we're watching, commenting, kind of without really realizing, trying to be funny and, and quippy, and we manage maybe once every 20 quips um yeah. but we, we're still trying to provide something entertaining for you guys um yeah we're taking notes paying attention to everything that's happening um and we've been doing this for two and a half hours already and we have we've done this yesterday and the day before no not the day before um and we still have what two and a half hours to go um so you approach it a little bit differently than when you're just watching uh yeah or the couch show uh, you know a podcast where you've got a list of notes this, this is a unique thing that we do yeah um the by the way you were wrong on the time you can get for you know, Ubisoft, it is at in 10 minutes, it will be an hour and a half away. All right, cool. Excellent. So that means I, I didn't have to eat um, <laughs> during this. Crap. They told me after you left, so there wasn't much I could do to tell you. All right. Why does this stream keep jacking up here? Right. So I think of a boss fight. You know, like I'm an old school Nintendo fan, right? So I love huge boss fights. Probably a bad time for this to be happening. Stuff like that. 
So now those people, you know, smart people in the audience know that we've talked about going to vaults instead of vaults, right? And so there are right, different, right. like, huge boss encounters there uh, that are just, you know, multi-phase boss encounters. We have, like, a lot of different mini-bosses throughout the game, so a lot of different boss encounters throughout the game. Well, now I want to ask some really quick questions that should be yes or no, very brief. First, from Castoray, how will you be handling multiplayer? I'm getting hacked. Um, multiplayer, <laughs> we will basically be allowing anybody to jump in at any time, so... Awesome. From MHL Animations, can I pet the gun? How will you be question. handling I'm it? I'm not here to judge <laughs> what you do with your gun. So, you know, you, that's an awful question. That's a personal question. All right, great. <laughs> Sam Wiseman asks, is Maya's new companion a siren? People are asking the right questions. That's what I will say about that. Oh, you tease. Ah, sorry. All right, from Ironic I, Sanguine. I don't says, like Tiny Tina the seen fighting format. Because the questions feel like they were given right, to Sean by the company. And I think that's actually literally the case. Probably what's happening. Someone in the chat says, can we get a Frog Pants reaction to the Frog Pants tweet within the E3 feed? What? I don't get it. I don't know what he means. He's probably kidding. I have no idea. Perfect. Yes. And will you be able to transfer weapons between your characters? Absolutely, right from the start. Perfect. And when is the damn game coming out? Friday no. the 13th, 2019, oh, September 13th. Perfect. Borderlands.com for more information. Thanks so much for joining me on stage, Sean. Thank Wait. you. September 13th, 2019. Yes, of course. Okay, he didn't say the year, so it weirded me out for a minute. Oh, they're getting hacked again. Our next game, Are you getting the weird lag here that I'm getting? Yeah. Okay, it's on there and then. It sounds like it's at the source. Yeah, it definitely does. Oh, it's getting bad. Oh, it's no good. She got a shark. Oh, hi. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Oh, this is bad. No, why? Don't do that. Oh, look, they are having technical issues. Mm. Please stand by. Is an open world action <laughs> RPG or shark PG, well, Patrick, we, we can take this moment to oh. eat. Never mind. There it is. Oh, they're back. And you have to Damn it. survive in this harsh world and try to eat your way to the top mm. of the ecosystem. The three words that was demoed last year. Um, it's. I think it's a fun idea. You play. It's a shark RPG, well, literally. Here, listen to this. And then we also have to think about them. Oh, never mind. Hmm. Hi! Welcome back. Nothing. That's me just doing things. Ignore me. Split it. Yeah, they showed this last year. Or whatever yep. was done of it. Did he just play guitar on a, <laughs> on a shark? No, it was a small fish. Right, this was in this was in the PC gaming show last year. Yeah, yeah. I think it's dumb and fun and I like the idea. To be honest, I'm probably never gonna play it though. What's funny is this is in the swamps of somewhere in the south. And there's no there's no sharks there. Oh. And that's what you're worried about? I've been there. 
<laughs> I mean, a little bit. Uh, actually, this video game is wholly unrealistic in its portrayal of the American South. And Scaly Pete's the villain in this tale. Pete is uh, is a best fisherman in the Gulf, best shark fisherman, or he'll tell you he's the best shark fisherman. And uh, he he's Cajun. I can tell they're doing the Cajun. Of the game and does some really nasty things. So he's not a very nice guy. And now the story of Maneater is told uh, through the lens of a reality show called Shark Hunters versus Maneaters. And it follows Pete and uh, the player shark on its adventures. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's it's a really, oh. you know, it's, it's, it's a very exciting way uh, way to tell a story. All right, that's Patrick. And based on that, Are you trying to isolate an embarrassing thing that I said and played yeah, back to me? Is, no, I'm trying to export the VR thing from earlier while we're and, doing this, uh, and it keeps oh. playing. We'd like to think of the game as a shark-tastic fun action game it's like gta if they you made her wear a shark um, thing i feel bad for her yeah this is it, there, there is more to um, the game than just eating so i think they want to break the monotony of having the two people and, talk on stage adding abilities yeah. to yeah. go up on the beach for an afternoon snack i think that's probably um, so, accurate uh, there's there's a, a lot of exciting things that you can do in the game and you mentioned before it's a shark cg how does that progression system work so there's three facets to to the shark pg elements of the game uh, there's growth, there's life phases, and there's evolutions. So growth uh, comes about through eating things, nutrients, people, whatever you can find. Scott, you're not commenting on the lack of realism of the way the shark jumps out of the water. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm a little bit enraptured by it. I think I want to play this. And you're about to become an adult. When you become an adult, you take a big just because it's so dumb, like a, a what a dumb idea that ability. it might just work. And then, yeah, that's the, phases, the point of it. I would like to point out, though, for example, that you, you basically said, that allow you to shred boats, I'd like to play this to to for one out of every like two games that we've seen. And we've seen 750 games so far today. So, I mean, admittedly, they're not blowing my mind with much here. What's, what's ironic is the one I'm, I wish I could get more excited about Borderlands. I know I'm supposed to be, but I'm having a hard time. I think Borderlands is a classic case of too much communication they're overdoing it and you know it's going to be shown again at gamescom and they have more stuff to find to show it's, i think um, that's part of it i think it's also over communication as well as counter communication from all the weird stuff going on in gearbox so it's just creating kind of, of a weird nasty vibe that makes me kind of uncomfortable it might be amazing, or I might have had enough Borderlands to satiate me for a while. And I think this is. Evolved. I think is this is a Maxnomix. My you know, uh, my chair right here. You win oh, racing. It looks so similar. I think there's like one company in China that makes those chairs, and they they all sell it like under different names such popularity is the fact that the developers relogic 30% off EUN pro gaming chairs once you items that released to now over that's pretty good let's take a look at their penultimate expansion coming up Terraria Journey's End well they're not that fancy 
They're like 150 bucks or something. They seem okay though. It's a Terraria expansion. Didn't it come out like 15 years ago? It's like. <laughs> Well, it feels like it was at least five years ago, minimum. Patrick starts to exaggerate numbers. It's when you know he's getting really tired. <laughs> We've seen 750 games. Wasn't this game out 20 years ago? I, I said 15. I mean, this, is old, though. this is like five years old or something. Yeah, probably. Right? Maybe a little bit more. Let's check. I still use that shitty comic font. Ugh, that game. Terraria has its fans. Oh, of course. Did that freeze for you? Or? Oh my God, Terraria 2011. 2011? Yes. Well, you were not far off, right? I told you. 2011. We were two years away from the current generation of consoles. That's eight over eight years ago. I would not like. Now, if, if you haven't played her story, totally I would have been, um, I, I knew I was exaggerating when I said 15 years, but I didn't think I was that close. You're not that far off. What is it that's going on in Telling Lies? What's the premise? I don't know. So, uh, like her story, Telling Lies is a game in which you watch video footage to piece it. Doesn't sound like a game I care about. And this time we have a woman who has stolen an NSA hard drive which contains secretly recorded intimate and private conversations between I feel like this is worse than last time. terribly wrong and it's up to you to figure out what Um yeah, last year was a bit of an uptick and this year's not so much. Telling lies in action. Take a look. I want to put Patrick's head on something, so I'm going to do that again. You what? I'm going to put your head on something. Mm. This is the um, oh, what's the name of that game from last year? No, oh, from the a lady? few years ago. Yeah, it's that lady who sat at the table and said yep. things, and you had the investigation and her story. There you go. So this is the team that made her story. Are these actual actors? Yeah. That one's from uh, Westworld, the one that was half naked a second ago. I've only ever been in love once. Uh, I think. Girl I met when I was and there's the dude, this dude. He's um, well known. I guess I still carry a torch for him. How do we know her? Him. Uh, it's one of those guys that you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's a guy from the thing in the movie. Yeah, her over here to the to the right, laying there with her arm on her face. That's the mm. Westworld chick. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. This really looks like, gameplay-wise, it's gonna be her story, super deluxe. Oh, Sam, I got some Telling lies. That eye is upside now, down. I don't trust seen, it. I mean, talk to me about the mechanics. I mean, I saw you know subtitles up, highlighting. It was yeah, the questions that up. were forwarded to me by your PR department only a few weeks ago. Uh, it's funny to me. 
paying close attention. Patrick knows. He's done this. He's been there, man. I can tell you we never forwarded questions to anyone. I mean, we sometimes asked to see the questions before. That was rare. Yeah. It was very special so cases. World video games, they talk about, you know, the square kilometer edge or miles in America. Um, what's the sort of scope that we're talking about? Like how many hours of footage is there? So we got like kilometer edge. That's not a term. You tell me, Patrick, the met, the metric. Um, kilometer edge. Come on. We say mileage. Yeah. The square surface. No, you would just say the surface. Well, I'm curious, Logan, is Did you see that um, what is it like to that uh, Fox News thing where there's someone like railing oh. against the metric system? Yes. Yes. Um, somebody, some some guy who identifies as kind of white right wing was telling me today on Twitter that it was tongue in cheek, like a joke. Oh. Okay. But my problem is they don't identify it as such. That's just their programming, and they always have controversial stuff on. So if it's a joke, I think they're dead serious, and they're. they're that I don't know. It was so big, I could see it being a little bit. But but that's the problem. It's the fact that it could even seem like it's not a joke means that they're going so far that. Anyway, and, that's um, neither here nor there. Make it as deep. Um, you know, it's got a lot of scope. Yeah. Um, but we a little boy showed up. This is better graphics than what these guys are talking about. Oh, is it Van? Yeah, he's right here. Hey. Hey, Van. Now, of course, I do want to blow it up. You can't hear Uncle Patrick, can you? It's quick to play through. It's absolutely Here. brilliant. Please hey, Van. Oh, hello, Who wants to use kilometers? Who wants to use a real system that makes sense and not those dumb miles? Metric huh? is better, huh? We all love steam. Metric is so much better. And yeah, very soon. We'll be Everything's intense. Oh, also, hey, Kim. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, that's that's the effect babies have. Whenever we show up with ours, no one cares about us anymore. Once again, it's all baby all the time. Hi, bud. You're so confused about everything in here, huh? Hi. Now, up on the balcony, oh, Frankie's going to be talking to us about a game that my friends so year after year, year after year keep telling me I have that's to play. Awesome. So this was uh, Scott's grandchild, well, for those who don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's how old I am. I'm not that old. So I wonder, there's one thing I wonder, Scott. It's not about your... Oh, okay. I'll ask when... Um, you keep asking. You're good. It's fine. You're enjoying your, your grandson. I, I can understand that. He's the best kid. Oh, my gosh. He's so quiet and sweet. That's weird, because I have the best kid. Oh, that's right. You have the best kid. Yeah. I think you're mistaken. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's great, but... <laughs> Yeah. See you, buddy. Oh, look at Scott now? with his little John Lennon glasses, being all sweet with his baby. I mean, his baby's baby. I think he muted himself and now he's doing faces to the baby. He's making faces, I should say. Uh, Warframe. Warframe. Welcome to Warframe. It is still extremely popular. popular. Yep. This is, uh, a lot of people think this beats Destiny. And a lot of people prefer Destiny. 
I've played a, a decent amount of Warframe. Um, it's really a fine game. I found it, in my experience, to be less polished. And uh, the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay was more satisfying to me with... Um, with De it has always been better with Destiny, but I think it's yeah. a personal thing. The, the third-person um, movement is kind of amazing in Warframe. And there, there's a lot to love, of course, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. A little grindy. A little bit. I mean, it's, so it's not like Destiny is not grindy, so... Yeah, no, that's a good point. Well, I'm not sure that shirt is appropriate. So here's the question I was going to ask. Do you think uh, Sean Plott specifically said... Fuck no! I'm not wearing those dumb suits. She can wear them if you if she wants, but I'm not doing that. Because do you think he has that kind of um, that kind of pull, that kind of um, say? I think he could say, "I'm I'm sorry, I'm not doing the dumb thing, um, the dumb things." But I don't know. Maybe maybe Frankie's just into it. She's like, "Oh, we're all the dumb cosplay." Hmm. Okay, now Sean Plotz are worse, so I'm gonna do it. That girl's wearing nipples. Hmm. It's fine. Do you think she's the Frankie woman is going for an 80s look on purpose? Or she looks like Paula Poundstone. Do you know who Paula Poundstone is? Uh, yeah, she looks like uh, the girl who was presenting the PC gaming show in 2019. That's the one. That's the one. To be honest, I think Sean also, you know, the suit is not the best option either for Sean. I'm not a big fan. Uh, yeah, I think it should be more casually handled. I don't know why they do the suit. You could strike a better balance between casual and uptight. Not yeah. uptight, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. This looks very weird. A yeah, music, music slash art slash, I don't know, something. I don't know what to think of it. Probably a, a click-based adventure game would be my guess. Yeah. Oh, right in the... Right in the lady boobs. So my description for this is art, music, big bang. Gen oh, Genesis <laughs> Noir. Beautiful, stylish art. Art, music, big bang. Well, their tagline is a cosmic adventure. We're not that far. It's called El Oh, you missed the Vermintide going player versus player. Oh, okay. Great game. I play that game. Let's take a look at this gorgeous spaghetti Muddy. western inspired project from Studio Handy Games. Handy Games? That means something else where I come from. Frodo! You Sam. know, this looks kind of incredible as an art thing but there are so many games that have their own art identity nowadays like 
there are dozens of games that look just as charming and good and I guess that's what we yeah, were saying earlier. Really hard, to, hard to stand out now, isn't it? Yeah. This looks like a stealth game where you're trying to get away from all these priests or these monks. I like stealth gameplay. You could convince me to play it. That's so wide, though. Stealth gameplay is... <laughs> there are so many different... I'm not sure they're... Uh... After Effects are the best, but that's fine. He's fine. Oh, hurry up, Grandpa. Come to the bell. Yeah, this is a stealth game. I'm into it. You're into everything. I am, kind of. I like all... I like most genres. I don't like tower defense. I don't like anything with a timer on it. And I don't like... Um, <laughs> El Ejo, once freaking, again, is the title uh, of the trailer uh, uh, just saw. What's it called? For our final guest tonight, um, please join me in welcoming. When you when you go with somebody, it's that's called me. The, that means the sun. No so. quest. If you're you're with somebody, no, escort 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 missions. Oh. Although I don't mind them. Oh, this is it. Baldur's Gate three. Now this was only just recently announced. How did this part? Okay, this is where we all poop our pants. I'm very excited. Uh, I don't poop mine. It, it's good. You're you're. Um, yeah. You're, you compensate for me because I don't like anything, apparently. <laughs> I'm glad to. So, but we had a long chat about um, what the vision would be for the game. And then uh, we kept on bumping into each other. And then uh, suddenly in Original uh, 2016, I get a phone call from Nathan Stewart. Did you finish it? Original Sin 3 is so good. Oh, it's so good. We're going to have dinner in a very shady restaurant. Three? Oh, yeah. You mean two, right? Is it out? The third one? No, sorry. What is it? Divinity 3, right? No, I think the the second one came out last year. Original Sin, Divinity 3. You're right, it's two, sorry. Finally, I had the chance to actually play a D&D campaign rather yeah. than having to run them for all my friends. So it just it means so much to us. Baldur's Gate, it's you know such fantastic storytelling, and it's so exciting to see it come to a, not only a new generation of gamers. Yeah. He looks like a monk. Gamers who remember the 20 years it's been. Because he's got that way they, you know how the monks shave their heads? So it's incredibly exciting. Yes, and for us, he really does. Such an important yeah. part of the he, it, it's a, a somewhat unfortunate uh, hair loss pattern. I would not fault him for wearing something or shaving. It is Original Sin 2, yeah. Unbelievable game. They're very nasty. Uh, you are seeing in the trailer the process of seromorphosis, as we, we yeah. call it. Uh, it's accelerated, so that's not normal. Yeah. And you're going to see a lot of iconic creatures, iconic characters, iconic places, and that's as far as we go. I'm, I'm curious about some of the gameplay elements. Mind flayers, dude. You know, I mean, it's D and D, man. Dragons, tons of broadcasts on Twitch. Um, I mean, how do you translate some of the insane things that players want to do into, you know, what has to be a structured computer game? So we started with the player handbook, 
which is basic, the basic rule set of Dungeons uh, and Dragons. Which player handbook? Which uh, edition? Fifth edition, fifth edition. Great. Yeah. And so we ported uh, as much as we could to the video game. We looked at what works really well. We looked at the things that didn't work that well because it is a video game and this yeah. was made. Uh, a, a this company. is so and, uh, rehearsed. So we started modifying those things and then we had to <laughs> add things on top of it because yeah. uh, well, it's a table yeah, the game master. And but say, well, I do Baldur's this. Gate yeah. 3, yeah. on the other hand. Right? Well, I'm not a, again, I, I feel like I'm a horrible a Grinch, but I'm not a Baldur's Gate guy. Apologies. This is a dumb line of questioning for them because the Divinity games are full of wacky abilities and crazy player choices. Like, they'll be able to do this just fine. put systems into the game for to do it, which are not necessarily going to be described inside of the book. Interesting. And I mean, like, Mike, in terms of your role, speaking to Larian Studios, you have tons of data of all the sorts of things that players do. What's the sort of information that you provide in assistance? Well, really what it comes down to is providing the story. That poll is wrong. B should be winning. Uh, Skyrim's great, but D's better. Dungeon masters and players to go into and build their own story. Uh, Witcher 3, maybe. I might put that in was just opening up that toy box and sharing it. And giving that kind of guidance, you know, like I remember one of our first meetings, we just laid out a map of Baldur's Gate and the Sword Coast and asking a lot of questions like, what kind of story do you want to tell? He's seriously Friar Tuck. What? And then for the he looks like Friar Tuck. You know, what, what does it mean in terms of the <laughs> Oh, fine. from, okay, from... I'm not, not me being critical. I look like an idiot so in the mirror. I mean, look at this. Jeez, chat room, you can see me. You're taking on that role that you love so much from the tabletop. It's really coming to life in an authentic way in Baldur's Gate 3. And we're going to talk in a moment about, you know, Baldur's Gate 3 release dates and whatnot. But we have a second game that we want to talk about on a new technology known as pencil and paper. I understand that there is a tabletop <laughs> prequel coming for Baldur's Gate. Exactly. So you are Gate, such a child. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I, I understand. Uh, for the podcast listeners, Scott is playing with his head in the screen and putting his camera on Sean's face and making the best one was earlier because i did it to patrick while he was eating and so it looked like the guy on stage was like gesticulating and eating and just kind of looking around and except the guy on stage was me we also feature a complete level campaign that takes you from the mean streets of bother's gate to the depths of hell itself and sort of pose the players a question do you do you want to redeem bother's gate or send it to damnation so we'll put that right in players' hands to make that change. This is a so bad showcase for this. I need to see that game so moving. Talk to us about expected release time. And that's, we didn't see, if we didn't see it at Stadia and we didn't see it at Microsoft, we're not going to see it here. If they had gameplay to show, no way they would have saved it for PC gaming. Well, I know a lot of people have been waiting a long time. And I think I speak for a lot of people here when I say... Yeah, they don't have a date. They don't have stuff to show. It's going to take forever. It's 42,000 people watching on YouTube. How many on Twitch? Goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Why are they leaving? Well, it's because... Oh, 200,000 people watching on Twitch. ...concluded. Let's bring up on the stage the fantastic Frankie Ward. Come here, Frankie. Hello. Well, 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 thank you so much, Sean. Thank God. It's been absolutely fantastic today. Guys, thank you so much for coming out to the fifth annual PC Gaming Show. We want to give an enormous thanks to all of you who tuned in live. We want to, of course, thank 
all of you who personally showed up this morning, and of course the sponsors who helped make this. Yeah, that was not uh, the best. Yeah, I mean, I've, we've had worse, but not much. Yeah, it's. I mean, we had we had worse, but that it was really bad. Um, yeah. Put on this show uh, it was so much it wasn't the worst and thing i've ever seen but i i, I you know well, it's just kind of a all right so it's no it wasn't just all right so i think it was it was pretty bad the the standing segments didn't work uh the questions were uninteresting there, I mean, we didn't pay very close attention, uh, I admit, but I don't think there was anything interesting for most of the of the things. Um, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not good, a fan. I think it's a step back from last year, and that's too bad. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I I um, I don't know what I was expecting. I mean, maybe I should have not expected something more, but. I guess I guess last year I was I had some hope because it seemed like they had a better energy last year. Yeah. It seemed like they were kind of onto something, and maybe they would expand on that. So just from a presentation standpoint, it felt like a step back. Uh, there are games in there I'm interested in. They couldn't talk about the one I wanted to the most at the end there. Not nearly as much as they sh- I wish they could have. Like that was very little information about Baldur's Gate three. Um. Yeah, like outside of a handful of other indie titles that are sort of interesting to me, just not much there. What I would have liked to have seen since Epic backed this thing, they've got some exclusives that aren't out yet that I would love to hear more about. Like, um, uh, uh, what's the outlaw one? Uh, whatever outlaws, not space outlaw. What's wrong with me? The one that's the outer space one that's ah, oh, Void Bastards. No, not that. Void Bastards is out. It's, um, it's an exclusive. The original one came out on Steam. This one's <sighs> chat room. Rebel Galaxy. Right. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. Rebel Galaxy. Like, why can't they show us the stuff? I'm gonna turn like, off the sound for this, which is. Oh yeah, turn that off. Those guys. There's. Oh, Max Scoville. All right. Who's that? Oh, it's just a journalist. I think it's cool. Anyway, oh. all right. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like just not enough it just could have been more and 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 whatever it's the best platform there is i love pc gaming i just think this show is not the best image of it maybe there's no way to change that because you know they're not there's a whole bunch of factors yeah but right but all uh, right yeah did anything in there go oh hey patrick you must play me Mm. no I think uh, the VR pist- pistol whip I'm very interested in. The VR super stylized thing, uh, oh, rhythm game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Asgard's Wrath was another one in VR. Um, but in the PC one, I think nothing really grabbed Did me. Did nothing jump out? No. Ugh, trying to think if there's anything that was just like must have. I mean, I want to try auto chess. I guess that's one thing, but it's only because everyone's saying uh, is talking about it so much. So I'm intrigued. I'm not intrigued by the game, but I'm still wondering why it's making so much noise. I guess so. Yeah, I want to try it, like but a, it's a little bit feels like different. a movement. Yeah, it's a movement that's about to happen, and you want to kind of be there for it or to understand. Yeah. Although it I didn't, I, I think it it uh, stopped a little bit. Uh, it it died down a little bit in recent months. So, 
chat room doesn't seem too stoked on anything in particular either. I mean, I think we all wanted, um, I, well, I can speak for only me here, but I think a lot of people in the chat too, we all wanted to hear more about Baldur's Gate and they just didn't give us anything. Like that was <laughs> well, just, that was three hours well spent then. Yeah. Um, it did feel like we were waiting a long time to get to that. And then they gave us, you know, yeah. we're working on a good game and it'll be done when it's ready. And I, that's great. And I'm sure it'll be rad, but I mean, the, you really let us on there <laughs> and the shark thing i'll play that shark thing that's fine mm. yeah but right. i'll play the thing and actual <laughs> i'm excited are two different things right yeah uh yeah. you know what i uh enjoyed during that mm. uh those three hours mm. spending time with you oh that was fun. same here patrick i oh. always enjoyed spending time with you and for those who don't under- realize what we're doing here it's almost one o'clock where you live, it's what time? What time is it now? Oh, uh, now it's uh, almost ten. So almost that's ten. That's okay. still fine. Um, the Ubisoft one is going to start in about an hour, yep. and after that, I hope it only lasts about an hour because mm-hmm. after that, uh, I'm going to try to get some sleep, and then I'll mm-hmm. wake back up for the Square Enix one. And that's a great idea. I yeah. love that idea. I, 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 there's a, there's I rumor think it's a very clever move. That, <laughs> there's rumor that our uh, pal Brian Dunaway will be joining us for oh. the Ubisoft conference, which is very exciting. That would be ex- exciting. And yeah, fun. He'll, be, he'll be twice as awake as you are. So um, <laughs> uh, look forward to that. We'll wrap this up for now. We'll be back in about an hour for those watching us live. And uh, for, for the others... Uh, for the others, essentially, you're going to get the Ubisoft uh, thing probably, you know, by the time you wake up or something. So yeah. it means you went and dug out this one. So mm-hmm. if you did and listened to it to the end, I congratulate you on your uh, gusto. <laughs> Your gusto. I like it. All right. Uh, All right. So we'll see everybody then. Thank you all for being here. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.